This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. There was uh, something on the uh, on Oprah yesterday. It was David Blaine, David right? Blaine was uh, on Oprah. Uh, who it broke the world record for holding his breath. 17 minutes. 17 minutes and like four, four seconds. seconds. Beat it by 30 seconds, I think. Right. So he's on, and he's a, he's just a dynamic speaker to begin with. Oh, sure. So it was, it was riveting. But uh, yeah, he, he did the uh, submersion in water. And I didn't realize, I didn't think it was humanly, I thought it was some sort of stunt, but yeah. I guess it is, you, you, you were talking about the, the deep sea, I mean the deep divers. The free divers. The free divers. Yeah. Uh, that they can do this. I had no idea a human could survive holding their breath for 17 minutes. Not only that, the guys that, that do the free diving, Steve, they say that as they, the deeper they go, it compresses their lungs and they get to like the size of like a baseball. Yeah. It's, it's got to be good for you. Yeah, oh, of course. It's got to be awesome. But it's kind of like having a truck roll over you. It's uh, Physically, it's just got to rip you apart. But you had said, it, well, I have a clip of him talking about this yeah. on Oprah. But, uh, you may want to turn it down if you're listening at home because, you know, Blaine just screams. Was this his, uh, was this he, after or he, before? It is or? after. He's describing what it's like and what, what, what happens as far as the pain level goes is it painful holding your breath you know when it becomes really painful <laughs> at the end mm-hmm. yeah. during the end when your co2 is starting to build up in your body that's when it's the fight so mm-hmm. i would say the last six minutes is when even though i have to remain perfectly still that's when i'm actually fighting the hardest really yeah, and then if you see me start to do these convulsions, then, that, then that's the real hardest part. By the way, didn't he be really, used to be really fat, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your body has the urge to breathe, and it's overwhelming. So you're fighting really hard to override what your brain is telling you your body needs to do. But he successfully broke the world record. Successfully broke the record. Now he said he, he announced on uh, Oprah's show, Oprah, that he's going to go for the sleep deprivation record. Of 11 days without sleep. Isn't this all this stuff going to kill this guy? Yeah. And she asked, you have like a death wish, you know, and he, he just, he likes to push his body to the extreme. I, can, is there a record currently? I assume there, I guess there is. And eventually, I mean, what, for sleep going without sleep yeah. sure. can kill you. Yeah, my my, uh, my brother's friend went for like three days uh, without sleep. And uh, I think it was because he had like too many, you know, mushrooms and LSD <laughs> back that, in the yeah. day. Well, that's how Blaine is training. Yeah. A lot of mushrooms and LSD. <laughs> but it was like it, more of like a stress thing, you know, like, he, he, yeah. you know, he had taken it. Maybe well, he, he couldn't sleep. sleep. Yeah. I mean, so. he, he didn't actively try to stay awake. He just couldn't. He had uh, insomnia it's, of some sort. It's yeah. excruciating. It's yeah. a, uh, n- Now we get so tired with this stuff that I'll be doing like the old man thing sitting on the couch, uh-huh. you know, and like I see the opening credits, you know, I, two and a half men, and then the credits roll at the end, I'm like, what the hell happened? <laughs> was there a show there? Your time disappeared? Yeah, yeah, totally gone. You know what, there was, uh, speaking of uh, the, the sleep and following sleep thing, there's a, a guy that I know who, uh, a girl that he started dating not that long ago, uh, recently went uh, to, her family lives out of town, went and stayed at their house, and apparently this, this gal's brother has, you ever heard of night terrors before? Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, horrifying. Apparently, he has night terrors, and in the middle of the, the night, was doing that. Yeah, got, Wait, got waking up, up screaming, screaming, running around, w- fell down the stairs oh. of the house, and was like flailing around. And apparently, to the uh, the girlfriend, it was just like, yeah, that's what happens. Wow. And, and uh, so he, she's used to it at this point, I, I guess. So, but, but he had to go and subdue him. So that he didn't hurt himself, or, or, or they'll start going that that much where they they can flail and start inflicting pain on other people. Absolutely, I just shoot him. No, yeah. and, and uh, subdued the guy and held, let's go held, back to bed. 
Help him on the ground. <laughs> you goofy brothers running around the jackass. Wait one second. Everyone go to bed. <laughs> I, it's a flesh wound, you pussies. Shot him in the shoulder. Held him on the ground. Wouldn't kill him. And uh, and then, you know, uh, eventually, you know, the guy calmed down and they, they got him to go up and, and go to bed and fall asleep. And the next morning, no recollection, none whatsoever yeah, but of, doing, of like, what uh, happened. Desperate Housewives has had a, a storyline, you know, where, where the, the sleepwalking. And, and I guess, does, does most of this come from, like, sleep apnea? I don't uh, think so. No, I don't think so. I mean, or, or does it? Is it just when you're stressed, or what? Because night terrors is that basically a nightmare gone? Yes, awry, amok. Uh, it's it's a, a nightmare that you're living, and for some reason, your subconscious mind uh, it, it takes over. You don't. You're not aware that you are, you know, awake and up. And, and, and are your and, eyes open? And, yeah, eyes okay. are open. You're looking around, and there's videos. You can go uh, go to YouTube and search on uh, on night busty Asians? on busty Asians, <laughs> and you'll find people screaming. No, uh, but it's it's a, a syndrome of some sort. I've had sleepwalking issues in my life. I've never had night terrors, and but sleepwalking is just weird because it's basically like you're that part of your life is um, a blackout. You right. just don't remember it at all. And and I would have full on conversations with my family. I, I went down into the bathroom one time, and my dad was you know it was really weird conversation. I went up to my dad and was accusing him of doing all really? kinds of things. Yeah, woke up with pubic hair in your mouth. No, no, <laughs> nothing like that. No, that uh, was this morning. Yeah, <laughs> that was yesterday. What day is this? Uh, red hair. Was I in Scotland? <laughs> Why am I wearing a kilt? <laughs> You'll never get what's happened to me. This pasty white hairy nipple guy from the States just went down on me. <laughs> he looks so puffy and frail. I thought it was a chick. <laughs> Uh, so you, you've had and no recollection of it at all? Did, he told you about it? Well, I mean, I had full-on conversations with him and my brothers, and you know, there was just—it was just really bizarre. And then I grabbed this this glass with that was filled for some reason with soapy water, and then I chugged it down. Oh. And they were like, "What are you doing?" Wow! And but I just you know, well, I don't remember it at all. That's another thing: sleep eating. There, yeah. are, there are people that will do that. Will yep. eat yeah. and not know it. They or... just did a, a feature on this on on the news where press and people will, and they'll not just like go. And just take a potato chip or whatever. Like they'll eat a cake. Yeah. Like I, I, you know, they'll they'll wake up and there'll be an entire plate empty that had food on it, and and they'll be like, "Who ate that?" And it's them. Well, what happens if you do something and you break the law while you're sleepwalking? This, this there, happened. There are you remember in the past we've talked about this dude about people about the people that have sex while they're asleep uh, and yeah. don't know that they're doing it. There there are people that have tried to use that defense against rape. That that's, right, were, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that was me. I, I was just I dreamt I was playing golf before I knew it. I had two heads in the duffel bag. <laughs> no, there there are people who have have claimed that they were not uh, uh, lucid. They were not awake. They were not aware of what they were doing. They tried to evade, uh, evade a murder. That's the well, that's the gray someone. area. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, they raped someone. I don't know about. Murder have they, there was maybe? a mur- there was one it was it was I think I was in in Europe uh, and uh, they were trying to use that as the defense. Uh, the guy woke up with blood on him. He had killed oh. someone and a knife in his hand. Jesus. Wow! Hang on, let me get a couple of calls. I got uh, Todd on the line. Hey Todd, how you doing, man? Hey, how's it going? Good. What's up, bud? Uh, I just had the same I had the same dream repeatedly for like the last month. Yeah. And my son came. My son was staying with me over the weekend, and he he was sleeping. It was about five in the morning. And I'm having this dream. Well, he woke me up because he was thirsty. 
Well, I thought I was doing the stream, and I just woke up, and I just started screaming in his face for over a minute. Now, were, were you aware you were doing that? Not at, not at first. Yeah. Not at first. And then my girlfriend had woken up and just seen me screaming at my son's face, and then in total shock of whether he didn't know whether to cry or laugh. <laughs> it was well, the most funniest thing we would ever have done. Well, I'm sure your son loved yes. it. As he was defecating in his pants, he was <laughs> chuckling like a maniac. <laughs> ah, Daddy, you need to yell at me more. But like him, I guess people can wake up in mid-activity, in mid-talking, you know, talking, eating, whatever it might be, and just be confused and go, yeah. all right, how did this happen? I don't know where I am, and I don't know how it got I, here. I w- I've never had that happen, but I, I assume it would be incredibly troubling, like unnerving to find yourself... You know, like someplace where you didn't go to sleep. Well, I've I've had uh, I've I've done sleepwalked. I think maybe once in my life, one that I remember, and I just remember trying to open the door and couldn't get it open. And the Amy next grand concert. And the next thing I <laughs> next thing I know, I'm awake doing it, and I'm like, oh, how the hell did this happen? Yeah, it was really strange. But the best is uh, when people do start talking in their sleep. Is you you know you who they're talking to? Oh, yeah. you know what's going on. You can control and it. carry on a conversation <laughs> yeah. with them. It is so funny because it's. It, it's nonsense, right? Yeah, oh yeah. It's usually it makes no sense at all. But you kind of try to, you know, egg it on and, and keep things going. I've had that happen. Hey Nick, a few why times. don't you go down on that Scotsman? Mind <laughs> 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 if I do? <laughs> That's haggis you're eating, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go to, I have a psych student who says they can give us some information on uh, night terrors. I have Becca on the line. Hey Becca, how you doing? Hey guys. Hey, what's up, Becca? Um. Are you Pretty asleep now? <laughs> yeah. I just woke up. Actually, I'm on my way to my psych class right now. I'm a little okay. late, and I was listening to you guys talk about this on the radio. Yep. Um, Less so TV. I'm sorry? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, we recently went over night terrors, actually. Uh, they say that it's linked to a less level of dopamine in the brain. Okay. And that it actually, later in life, people who experience night terrors would experience anxiety attacks and would actually have general anxiety disorders. Mm-hmm. All right, so this could be the because this can be the first step in a pro- people who are prone to night terrors are also prone to eventually have uh, yeah, anxiety attacks the, as well. Yeah, the same medis- medication that pre- they prescribe for people who have night terrors actually have with anxiety attacks too. So that actually helps with the link for the scientists. So. Okay. All right. Cool. I, I'm not. I'm not quite up to speed on yeah. it, but that's enough. Well, hey, that's something what? to do with the brain chemistry, I guess. I mean, I, you know, when I went to uh, when I, when it was happening to me, I went to a sleep specialist, and they, they they ran a whole series of tests on me. But the first question that the specialist asked me was, uh, <laughs> "Are you kidding? No. <laughs> Come on, man! Have you How been much Scotland? can you fit in your mouth? No. How much can you bench press? <laughs> when was the last time you were in Scotland? <laughs> he asked me, um, uh, "Who's your tongue normally hairy?" <laughs> oh, go ahead. God. Sorry about that. But you know, you can't do just I know, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah never set set yourself up like that. Oh, no, you maybe just shouldn't talk at all. <laughs> <laughs> semaphore, semaphore, my friend. He asked me, um, who's been giving me the drugs at school? And, you know, I, really? middle school or, or early high school, then it was happening. And he was convinced that I was on drugs, that I'd been taking, you know, then smoking a lot of pot or just because it was it was like a parallel universe. It was like a, a different dimension that I'd gone into. And, and I really had no recollection of what was going on at all. And it was, you know, I know you don't drink, Steve, but every now and then when you drink too much, you black out and you can have a similar right. uh, instance happen. And, and it's just, it, it's that that's happened to me a few times in my life. And it is absolutely terrifying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Let me go next to uh, Dan. Hey, Dan, good morning. Monkey pick ass. Hey! <laughs> I haven't heard that in a while. Dan, what's going on, man? 
Um, not much. Uh, I was I uh, took a psych class in college, and they said uh, night terrors is actually not related to dreaming or anything at all like that. It's actually a genetic predisposition that you have, hmm. uh, much more related, much close, more closely related to sleepwalking or something like that. So, did, did they explain what what causes you to get up and and or, or to have this violent reaction? What's your body trying to achieve or, or compensate for when it does this? Uh, I don't. I don't remember anything like that. You were asleep. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it was psych class. I mean, come on. Um, All right, because to me, it's fascinating that you could be that detached. Yeah. Well, they they show if you if you watch uh, sleep study videos of them uh, filming people doing this. I mean, they'll get up, sit up, and just kind of look around like like something you know somebody just jumped out with a gun or something like that, and they're terrified and their eyes are wide open. And they're also Steve. You'll see them like lashing out at stuff, like grabbing really? grabbing at things, yeah. and it's. it's it's really disturbing, actually, because they're, they're and and uh, I've seen them knock stuff off of uh, you know counters and and uh, you know knock the the full mattress off the bed and stuff because it, it can be flailing and violent. I'd be scared crap was well, so did much it. so that that they absolutely cannot sleep in bed with their you know with their wife or, or husband. Is that like with the? Uh, there's also the thing where they, they have the the people who kick in their sleep who flail their. Oh, restless yeah. leg restless syndrome. Leg syndrome. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's connected, but uh, but definitely it's it's something along those lines. Uh, let me go to uh, I have uh, Kurt on the line. Hey Kurt, how you doing? Hey, what's up? Hey Kurt. Yeah. What's going on, Kurt? Uh, my dad uh, takes the sleep aid. I think it's Ambien or something, and he will like get in his car, drive to Wawa to get like cigarettes and soda. And have no recollection of it. And in fact, one time he sideswiped the car, ripped off like the passenger side mirror, and had no recollection of it. Now, it pretty odd. Did 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 the police come to try to find out what happened, or? No, I think he just like drove away. <laughs> <laughs> he was sleep driving. I guess so. It happened. And also, and also, he would like order like random things off of the internet and be surprised like a week or two. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, random things that come. Sure. Sure. I believe it. That's I why it. I joined all those porn sites. Yeah. I was yeah, asleep. Like, ah, yeah. No, midget <laughs> sex? Why would I go on that? I see midgets having sex. Uh, let me go to <laughs> Eric. Hey, Eric, good morning. Good morning. You guys rock. Hey. What's going on, Eric? No, I just wanted to share a story with you. Actually, I actually do sleepwalk a lot. I actually got caught a couple times actually going down in the refrigerator, getting food out of the refrigerator, coming upstairs, actually sitting in bed, and, like, it got caught, like, eating in bed. And a couple times, like, my ex-girlfriend told me, like, uh, that she caught me a couple times actually, like, going to the bathroom inside. Like, she caught me, like, going right... Do you know the last caller? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are using the same medication. Well, that's uh, that yeah, can, it's the that same can, thing. That can be a problem, absolutely, or so, actually, uh, or actually. Uh, but no, I mean it can it can get violent. It's a really weird little syndrome. I want to see. We're going to take a break here in a second, but I want to see if we can find like some videos yeah. uh, of uh, people having these attacks. I'd love to see that and put them up on the website because it's it's kind of uh, weird. But but David Blaine, to get back to how we started this whole thing, yeah. he's going to try and go for deprivation for sleep deprivation for eleven days to break the record, and that's uh, and now and yeah, so that's that's going to be on live TV, apparently. That's the world record. Okay. Well, um, I, I, I have no idea when he's going to plan on doing that, but I would imagine you'd have to take a rest between breaking the world record. Oh, he's going to do it, but he says he's going to sleep during it. Oh, yes. Yeah. That should be good. Jeez. That'll undermine the importance of the achievement. All right, so what we'll do, take a break and be right back, so stay where you are. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com.
The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I got to go to this. This story came out, I think it might have been late last week, and uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about it because they had just had some basic details of uh, the tour guides in Philadelphia. And these are the people that, uh, some of the people that dress in period clothing and hang around Independence Mall. You see them all over the place. Give you facts about yep. uh, our founding fathers and the origin of the city. and Usually being tourists around and yeah. you know, picture snapping and all that and stuff. government and all that. Well, they, they've recently found that a lot of these people have no freaking clue what they're talking about and getting a lot of the facts wrong. These are the people that will do, like, school trips. Like, people that, right? That, sure, like the or, yeah. or, just, or just regular, you know, you, you go to the uh, the tourism center there and they'll, they'll point out where you can go and people who stand out in front of like the Betsy Ross house or whatever. All these people. This is the very reason they wouldn't allow me to be a tour guide on my college campus. <laughs> you know, this, this sort of thing where, you know, you, you, you take other... Like you Tom know, Green in uh, Road Trip in yeah. Ithaca. I mean, yeah, that's exactly, yeah. you know, like uh, Cowper here in our sales department, he was a tour guide. And, you know, you would see him just, you know, walking people around campus. And, you know, uh, this street here in the end zone is, is famous for blah, blah, blah. Right. They wouldn't allow me to do this because they just didn't think I would take it serious enough or get the facts straight. And in Road Trip, I love that Tom Green's like, you can see that this building was built in 1814. And they're like... No, that's the address of, of the building outside. It was not built in eighteen forty. But, I mean, you would think that they would need to go to, um, through some sort of training. But, yeah, yeah, they, but na- right now, they don't, right? There's absolutely no training that, that uh, they no. give to them, or at least no no, well, um, no re- aptitude test? No required training, no required aptitude, Steve, but that's what one of the councilmen is trying to change, that there be a, a test that you have to take to, uh, to make sure that you so know your facts. The first atomic bomb was not detonated in Independence Mall? No. Why? No, and you I'm learn not. that. I learned that. I think that their background is much more uh, acting rather than historian. You know, I, I think that these people are trying yeah. to get into showbiz. This than... is where Larry Fine was born. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that that's where they're coming from. They, they don't give a crap about the history, or they, they don't give as much a crap about the history as they do about performing for people out on the street. Nick, okay. you're right, because um, I get, occasionally I'll get some uh, acting emails from, you know, the local casting agents, and I got one for uh, the Duck Tours, and they were looking, they said, you know, get your start your career and and you know get I guess you know go out on and act, duck? but on the duck tour. I'll tell you what though, I've taken the duck tour many times because when people come in from out of uh, state, you know, that's a great way to sort of get a, a brief deal. And all the facts every time I take it line up on each tour, so it seems to be pretty accurate. I and you get know. to drive into the water. It's awesome. <laughs> there, there's a couple times I've been on that tour, and I'm like, I don't know. And that's I'm the Golden Gate Bridge. Believe? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's I don't not. know if I believe that. Really? Or not. But listen, I. Philadelphia Weekly has has uh, gone through. They sifted through like I, I think a list of like eighty five falsehoods uh, that were heard by this guy. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah they wow. did this investigation. I've got a list of a few of them here, and uh, <laughs> and, and these these are great. So thank you to Philadelphia Weekly for for sifting through and finding some of the better ones. Uh, this this could be my favorite one. Uh, one one of the falsehoods that the uh, tour guides have said are that trees were planted along streets so illiterate. People would know the names of the streets. So Pine Street 
was lined with pine trees. <laughs> wow, that's I'm, not real. I'm so, yeah, but I'm so <laughs> that's, gullible. That's remotely if, believable. If, if somebody that's in this historical garb comes up and tells me that, yeah. I'm like, you know what? That makes sense. I'm going to go with that, and then I'll talk. I'll start telling everybody that. There aren't any pines on Pine Street. Helping <laughs> yeah. down, they're all like elms, man. <laughs> Oh, wait, there are still... <laughs> sure, I was going to say, maybe there was. No, that's what I thought. Yeah, what? like maybe there was. 300 years ago, oh, they planted a pine tree Okay, here. well, it makes sense. No, yeah. but I, I think that I've heard that before. Have you really? Oh, yeah. God. It's yeah. it's totally false. You were so adorable. It's incorrect. Oh, I didn't say I believed it, but I'm pretty sure that I heard that. Uh, here you, you go. are here's, so dumb. Here's one. It's called Society Hill because Billy Penn gave it to the Society of Freemasons. That one that one you could possibly I would, believe. Yeah, I'd, I'd buy into that. Uh, so what's the truth? Uh, here's... I don't know. I, I don't know the origin oh, of society right. uh dr rush responsible for death uh, the death of george washington uh he bled him so much and gave him cough medicine with mercury and that's how george washington died that's incorrect how about this ben franklin had 80 illegitimate children all in sweden <laughs> 80 <laughs> i'd buy that all right, children. I don't know. You I heard he was a, like big, a oh, man. Oh, he was he was poor, a, a so. banging machine. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure he was. But and he don't work for nobody but you. That's a tad bit much. Hang on, let me go to Laurie, who is a, a tour guide in Philly. Hey, Laurie, how you doing? Hey, Gadzooks guys. Gadzooks, what's up, Laurie? Um, I recently actually left my job and took another job, yep. but I was a tour guide um, and a performer on a very well known river tour in Philadelphia. Okay. And we used to get the facts wrong all the time. And they actually used to give us papers with uh, the facts about things along the river, like the Bassey Ross Bridge. Yep. And they were so incorrect. And people, especially um, guys that were in the military and the Navy, because we would talk about the boats and things, were always complaining about the fact that, that everything so, was always wrong. So you got, like a, you got like a set fact sheet, and you're saying at the point of origin that that fact sheet was wrong. Well, nobody, uh, you know, the higher-ups never wanted to hear it. So, basically, um, people being the performers that they were always wanted to add stuff. So, especially about Betsy Ross, they used to make up so much stuff about her life and her personal life. And she was an ultimate war. fighting champion. <laughs> <laughs> and this bridge is actually named after Ross from Friends. <laughs> <laughs> definitely true, though, guys. They definitely used to say Betsy Ross used to sleep around and stuff like that. You know what, though? No. If it really spices up an otherwise boring, accurate bio, I'll take the fake story. Oh, 80, oh, no. 80 kids in Sweden? That's no, cool. no, 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 no. How about this one? Uh, George Washington and Abraham Lincoln ate together at the Powell House. <clears throat> There's no way they no. would have been alive at the no. same time, right? <laughs> yeah, I know that. Yeah. Um, or at least... Well, maybe they did. I, I know that they took in a couple of fights. I, I like this one. Prince Rainier proposed marriage to Grace Kelly at the Embassy Suites. What's your Schubert On the Parkway. Really? It really works, yeah. Oh, my sweet. Uh, I, I love you so much, I'll remove the sanitary strip from the toilet. Uh, hang on a second. Let me, let me go to uh, Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Oh, my God, is this Kenny Knight? <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, it's Mike. Exciting, isn't it, Mike? <laughs> you can sense his genuine awe. What's up, Mike? Uh, I was on the, uh, the duck tour one time with my girlfriend, and uh, we're coming towards the end. We're, 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 like, at the waterfront, and the guy tried to tell me that there were caves all over the place that pirates used to live in in the beginning of Philadelphia. Really? 
Pirates. Pirates on, on the Delaware River would hide in the cave. See, uh, there's just, there, there's like a, a, a shade of, of believability. If you have someone who looks legitimate, who's got a plastic right. duck bill in their mouth, you're going to believe them. <laughs> That's true. That's right. <laughs> By the way, we knew someone who thought that uh, Truman Capote was held in a cell at yeah. Eastern State Penitentiary. <laughs> it was Al Capone. Oh. Al Capone, not Truman. I hate prison life. It's so confining. Let me see. What else was there? City Tavern is where the First Continental Congress met. Uh, see, you could maybe believe that. I yeah. don't know. Because those are those... Wow! Those are like those those kind of historical... Who knew? And you're happy to go tell someone else. They're pirates all up and down the Delaware. Uh, here, The Second Bank of the United States is an example of reefer Bible architecture. Reefer Bible architecture? What the hell does that mean? Uh, is the Second Bank... Can uh, I buy some pot yeah. from you? All right. Here's another one that I hear all the time, and I know we've discussed it before. Is the Second Bank the one that's supposed to be the Ghostbusters building uh, down by I Walnut. I thought that was the Wanamaker no, building. Well, that, that is, no, it's not the that Wanamaker. Build, that, that building, whatever it is, is legitimately the one that they used at the, uh, the with the, f- the fight with Zool at the end of Ghostbusters. Are we sure of that? I yes. heard that that's a rumor. I really? Heard, I, I heard that some historical figure I've told heard, somebody that. I've heard a number, because that, that's that building. It, you can clearly see if you match it up, that is that building. I've, I've heard that it was a building in Kansas City. Uh, so, before. I've heard that Kansas City is in Philadelphia. <laughs> it is? Get your facts See, right. this is where I have a problem. My husband loves all these kind of, you know, he, he loves history, he loves all the facts, and, and he can, you know, rattle off anything about Philadelphia, anything at all, really. Yeah. And I just, some of them... Home I, of the cheesesteak. Well, yeah. I just don't believe because of stuff like this. You know, like, where, what do you, just because somebody said that doesn't mean that it's true. Yeah, but well, you, someone who knows the facts, it might be true. Maybe these tour guides are people like myself where they'll hear one thing and then kind of morph it into exactly, another. And, exactly, exactly. And, and, and Casey, Casey blurts out, Casey facts. Yeah. Things that have never, yeah. for one second, been researched. Yeah. Yeah. Things that I've learned that on you the show media. should yeah. be true. Yeah. I mean, I was telling uh, the, the the yellow fever, uh, you know, killed. You got the yellow fever. Tens of thousands of people in the city, and, and then they were all buried at one place in the city. And I was telling my brother, yeah, they're all buried at, like, Washington Square. Well, Washington Square is a potter's field, yes. Yeah, yeah they okay. would bury people who were who were poor, and yep. uh, and, and, and that that is true. Actually, yep. if you want to take a great historical tour of the city, goes on. Haunted tour yeah. of, of Philadelphia is awesome. Well, yeah. that's where I learned that. But when I told my brother this, I was like, "Yes, Rittenhouse Square is where they buried all these people." <laughs> and had he not been maybe a little bit educated, he would have believed that and then told somebody else who told somebody else. But he immediately called me out on that and said, "No, it's Washington." Well, just, just, just don't believe anything you say. Yeah, it's Washington. <laughs> well, is the ghost tour is that ghost stories or is it actual about people dying? Some of it, yeah, and some of it is just about the history of the city, which is pretty. I mean, let's face it, every square inch of this city has something that is a, a pivotal moment in American history. Yeah, but everything coming out of their mouth is probably not necessarily true. No, you know what? No, they, they, they go into detail. I think they do their research well at the Haunted Tour because they, they will tell of people who have seen ghosts and things like that, but they'll give you the history of the area. And about not, the yellow fever. Not that these are, are famous ghosts, but you know, they, they take not you by... what you see on TV. They take you by a house of uh, of, of some of the, the high society people of Philadelphia of the, you know, the kind of golden age of the city and uh, and they will they'll tell you about their lives and what they were up to socially and the politicians they hung out with and things like that. And then, then they give you the ghost story yeah. of people seeing this person after they died. Yeah. I think that stuff's straight up. Oh, I think so, too. Or I thought so. But now reading the story, Preston, now I'm sus- uh, suspect of those guys as well. I mean, who, maybe they get their facts from the people in front of the Independence Hall. It's possible. First, she's taken back uh, by Bigfoot. This is, by the way, this is the Joseph H. Nelson Memorial Library here, okay? It was, uh, it was built in the, uh, in the 1600s. 1600s? It says 
Yeah, that's the address. <laughs> Wise ass. <laughs> Wise ass. Uh, here, here's one that I love, and uh, this is one that uh, the tour guides have said, that the large house at 3rd and Walnut is where Kevin Bacon lives. Oh. <laughs> Did you ever have any rumors of famous people? Because when I, when I lived uh, uh, growing up in St. Louis, there was there was a big rumor that Geezer Butler from, uh, from Black Sabbath oh, wow. lived at this oh, certain I, house. I have you beat. There was a, a couple of houses over Ron Swamboda. Who the hell's that? A, a baseball player. It was, uh, I believe, it was on the Mets. It was like that's the best we can do. Yeah, we had a giant mansion built in, uh, near our neighborhood. Uh, Cindy Crawford was moving in. Oh, oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, we used to drive past Darren Dalton's house all the time. I mean, but it was really his Legitimately house. Legitimately his house. <laughs> if you live in Gladwin, yes. Yeah. These rumors are true. Well, we clearly President know... lives in that big white house. <laughs> we clearly know that Kevin Bacon doesn't live in Philly because he goes down to Sea Island. They have a yeah, party every year down there. They have there a big... Uh, you know, they, they roast pigs and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, get the beer, beer trucks, trucks and everything. There was a, there was a place in uh, in Lexington, Kentucky, where my uh, my family grew My dad and, and mom and uh, my entire lineage comes from there. But there was a big rumor that this huge house with Lee Majors and Farrah Fawcett. Whoa! That was wow. a big one, of course. Should have kept that one going. Uh, here's another rumor, that, or one of the, uh, the the facts that they that they say are incorrect with the tour guides. Uh, Dolly Madison invented ice cream at Ben Franklin's library. <laughs> That's apparently one. Quickly, of the rumors. come here. Yes, <laughs> I need I you. Spilled something. Uh, and then the the last one uh, on the list of, of inaccuracies that they found that, that and there were eight. There's like eighty some you know wrong ones, but this one's a good one. Betsy Ross had three cats that she named Red, White, and Blue. <laughs> Come on, and they're, they're they're passing that stuff off as fact. But apparently. people believe it. Sure, I would. Who I would you believe it? Put on you a three corner. One. You put on a three corner hat. Yeah, and believe in what you say. Yeah. Pretty good, no. sir. Wouldst thou hear the story of the red, white, and blue kitty cats? <laughs> that, but that's, sure, dude. <laughs> that's why I get bored on those tours because yes, it that's is, why it is. No, I'm telling you, no, <laughs> my husband and I fight about this all the time. Your, your attention span well, is about four seconds long. Because too. I don't, I, it, I don't ever Stop believe anyone. Stop the quacking. <laughs> No, because I don't ever believe anyone. How do you know that that's true? I, I don't. I don't trust those people. That's good. You know, the tour guys love seeing you coming. Uh, hang on. Let me go to. Let me go to Amy. Hi, Amy. Good morning. You guys rock. Hey, you, Amy. What's going on? Um, one of my friends used to be a tour guide down there, and she pretty much admitted. Well, she said that they would actually kind of turn it into a game to see what things they could make up to see who would fall for them, who could tell, like, the biggest lie of the day and get, like, you know, the tourists to, like, fall for it. Amy, Preston, what have I said countless times? For eight I, years. I want to take a vacation, Colonial Williamsburg. Yep. It's sprawling. And if you go into separate houses, there's always somebody sitting there in some sort of period piece costume. <laughs> I would love to go to the local costume shop, rent it, and sit there and go, uh, you know, uh, my, my name is Sam Johnson, and I in, eight, in 1820, I invented the fluorescent light. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was on this point in, in 1654 that silly putty was invented. And, and, and you, you tourists would go there and just, wouldn't it be a blast? Yeah. That's what I punched Abraham Lincoln in the throat. <laughs> in the throat. Yeah. Well, you got to figure, I, I believe the last caller because these people are telling the same stories over and over yeah. every day. And it's at some old. point, yeah, you would have to jazz it up. Yeah, you're like, that lightning You struck. haven't heard of the Great Fire of 1715? Yeah. Burn the whole city down. Exactly. Let me go to, uh, I have uh, Tim on the phone. Hey, Tim, how you doing, man? Yeah, Zooks. Yeah, Zooks. What's up, Tim? Yeah, uh, I 
used to live in Broomall, and I heard that Sarah Michelle Geller has a place. <laughs> and Freddie Greens Jr. Yeah. in Broomall, of, of course. course. Yeah, Lawrence Park, actually. Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> come hither, sir. Would you like to see the estate of Sarah Michelle Geller? <laughs> and Freddie Prince, who was a legitimate prince. Oh, God, God, yeah. I, I actually heard uh, a rumor not long ago that, uh, God, was it? Who's moving into your neighborhood, supposedly? I think it was Ryan Howard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah which is, we're, we're looking around going, no. Yeah. No. This guy, he's, he's unbelievable. He's, he's not moving into Multi-millionaire. Well, actually, at the point, uh, he wasn't. He, wasn't, he was going to be. Yeah. I mean, he knew that. Well, yeah, that, and that's how those rumors get started. Uh, does anybody know who lives in that Kevin Bacon house at Third and Walnut? Because it's the most important. Sarah Michelle Gallo. <laughs> <laughs> and Kevin Freddie Bacon. So I, I, awesome. I did take a tour, and, and they, Matthew Lillard. They, <laughs> they pointed out the house, but they didn't say who lived there. That's the one with all the garages and yeah, stuff. It's yeah. the most impressive house in Philadelphia. It's, and you can see, like, the double winding staircase through the window. It's, it's yeah. insane. It is spectacular. gorgeous. I, I do not know who lives I've there. I've seen giant political signs outside it sometimes. I don't even know who the candidates are. It's some obscure candidate. But I think uh, it's Milton Street's home. Oh, is it? No, I don't know. But, uh, but it's a really amazing house. I'd love to know who lives there. Uh, let me go to uh, Karen real quick. Steal the mail. Hey, Karen, how you doing? Good morning. Gadzooks. What's up, Karen? Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good. Good. I just wanted to make a comment. My my roommate is actually one of the Betsy Rosses at the Betsy Ross house. Oh, she actually plays Betsy Ross. She does. She okay. does. All right. Yes. And I just wanted to say that uh, she and all of her fellow compatriots are so into history. And, like, they really check their facts. So you'll get the uh, the Betsy Ross house, you're going to get the uh, the 811, as it were. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? There, there are some that, that definitely stick to, uh, you know, the, the facts. In well, fact, Ben Franklin, the, the Ben Franklin dude is is, is lives well, and yeah. breathes and, and, you know, he's just an absolute historian on Ben Franklin. That's his job. It. And I hear he makes a ton of money. He makes a crap load of money. Uh, but, so, yeah, I guess you have your hard-ons for this stuff and then your impotence as well. So, like, you, you right, got, yeah. yeah. Well put, sir. Thank you. But if you... Uh, <laughs> Obviously, the park rangers are the ones that are definitely going to give you the straight deal on uh, right. on, on the facts. Yeah, because they're legitimately paid by the government <laughs> right. to come up with those facts. By the way, I'm getting some emails that saying uh, that are that are saying the Ghostbusters building is not that building in Philadelphia. That it's a building in Central Park West, and uh, they used a, a model at the top of it. But it dude, not- I got it. I got it. Had a call up earlier. Somebody said it was in Providence, Rhode Island. Are you kidding? Because if you look at that building, yeah, that building looks like the Ghostbusters building. I, I agree with you. Hardcore. I, I don't. And think I think that it if is. something looks like something, you it should is. just. Say it is. <laughs> is, it that, is. Is that the rule? That should be it. If it looks like it, it looks like it, it is. It is, okay. Uh, hang on, let me that go. That is Betsy Ross because she looks like Betsy Ross. Let me get a mic. Hey, Mike, how you doing, man? Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. What's up, buddy? Hey, listen, uh, I used to live right down the road from where you currently live right now, Preston. Okay. And uh, the rumor going around for a little while was on Crossroads. I'm sure you're familiar with Crossroads. I think so, yeah. It, that's where Ralph Macchio plays guitar. No, no, no. <laughs> but what was and the rumor? The rumor going around for a while was uh, there's a big property back there that actually had a helipad on it and that uh, Faith Hill and Tim McGraw were supposed to be moving oh, in there. You know what? Have you heard that? Ago. You know what? I heard that too, Mike. <laughs> that's right. I heard that a while back. I mean, and that's not too far off because, I mean, Tim McGraw's got, you know, with, with Tug being sure, from sure. the area. Yeah. Uh, that it might be believable, but, you know. Do you know it's the most deceptive practice in the world? The If you go out to Hollywood, the maps of stars' homes, a lot of times those yeah. things are just randomly written. They'll really? Write, yeah, because who, who the hell? You pass what looks like a multi-million yeah. dollar estate, and you say, well, that's where uh, Robert 
Hedges are playing Epstein list. All they do, yeah, all they do is highlight, you know, a little house on the map and then tell you it's yeah. Robert you, Epstein's you It's not like the celebrities out on the front lawn going, hi. Right. <laughs> there is a, clearly the biggest house in Gladwin. I mean, if you've seen That's it. saying a lot. No, you know, no, but I'm telling Steve, it, it's a gigantic. Stupid. It's stupid. Yeah. It, 23? It's a gigantic castle. No, it's off of 23. It's um, about to get all stupid up in here. But supposedly it's um, one of the head lawyers uh, for Walmart. Really? Uh, well, that's what I heard. You know? That's not too but far I, off. I know, but you just, you, I really want to know who lives there. Okay, no, email. Again, steal them out. No, there's a, like in Bluebell, there's a, a, a gated, you can't even see the house. Yeah. You, you can't see it, but you see the gate up front. And I've heard it's the guy that's uh, head of, um, um, oh, is it U.S. Healthcare or something like that? On uh, Penland, Land, Bike. something or the other. Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure what road. It's not too far from like. Um, Township uh, Line. I would love Phil to get Tavern. some of these yep. houses. Phil Tavern and the Broadax Tavern. Blue Ball Inn. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, there's, there are some just massive homes. <sighs> Out that way. Do you think Absolutely. any of those people listen to our show? Any of the people Hopefully. Call us. We want to come to your house. Yeah, seriously, for a let's party. Have a party. We know David Grasso. This Massive man. <laughs> yeah, except we've yet to be invited to a party. It's that guy. Yeah. George Papadopoulos? Massive man. Doesn't David... Man. <laughs> Doesn't David have, uh, like, a swimming pool inside his house in Center City or something? Damn. I don't know. Are you talking about too. David Grasso, the, the best man alive? Yeah. yeah that's it. Our best guy. Our best guy. Coolest yeah. musician man that we love? Huh? I hear he's got 13 inches. Well, they... Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Dude, I felt it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you just ruined our friendship with him, Steve. I'm trying to get in as best as we can. That's not well, helping. I'll take one for the team if it gets us in that pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, do it, because I want to go swimming. I want to go swimming. Uh, so they're apparently getting their facts wrong, some of the tour guides. And you know what? We actually had a, a piece of uh, uh, a piece of audio from uh, from the early days of our founding fathers. Now we have to question the authenticity of this. Yeah. I mean, even though recording equipment didn't exist back yeah. then, I mean, we still have this audio. But uh, this, this was it for those who may not remember. And now, great moments in American history. The Special Edition, July 29th, 1750. Benjamin Franklin conducts an experiment to prove that lightning is a form of electricity. Oh! 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 Okay. Oh, oh Jesus! You all right? Oh, son of a bitch! Okay. Oh, that hurt. Let me oh. give you a hand. Oh, get away! You look really hurt. Get away! <laughs> This has been another great moment in American history. You know, you get hurt. You don't want anybody touching you or anything. Get Just away. Get, get away, please. So, anyhow, they, they, they may, one, there's a councilman that, that's looking into, Steve, trying to get some sort of a standardized, a standardized test, test for these people. But just know, we're pointing fingers saying that these people, you know, they, they're making things up. But we always know what we're oh, talking about. Yeah. We always of have course. the truth facts. Yes, but we course. admit we're stupid. <laughs> All right, so, anyhow, we, we've got to take a break. we got some guests that are going to come by this morning. We'll be right back. Friend, did you receive our Camp Out for Hunger Save the Date? I mean, we made a big announcement, and then we put it right there on the website for you. Well, just in case you missed it, Preston and Steve's 25th Camp Out for Hunger is set November 7th through the 11th, 2022. And hey, it's never too early to start collecting. You can find the list of Phil Abundance's most requested items, plus all of the outrageous photo galleries and videos of our guests from over the years at WMMR.com slash campout. I have to ask a question because I've never 
heard of this before, and I have to word this gently. But uh, Casey, I guess it was you that mentioned. Are you this. technically no. not a homosexual? Is it possible you're bisexual? No, that's not right. that. That is right, not I'm what sorry. I'm sorry. It might have been a sure. question. No, uh, no. The question is, Casey had mentioned a type of tree. Oh yes, the yeah. other day that apparently has a certain odor to it, an aroma. Uh, that uh, <laughs> that was described and and I, I seminal fluid. I did a double take and I'm like, what are what? you talking about? Yes, yeah. if you if you if and the way it was worded, if you if you take uh, seminal fluid and its nickname, which starts with the letter C and is uh, three uh, three letters, there was, Casey said basically, hey, what's that tree that smells like C? Or something like. Oh, you've heard of a lines. gum, a gum tree. Yes, yeah. this is its cousin. That's, that's <laughs> right. And apparently, how? Where? How the well, hell did this conversation come? Preston, up? What were you talking about? I'm, I, I'm talking about this tree, and I believe Chuck D'Amico was in the studio. Well, I mean, when, why when were you talking about a tree? Didn't somebody say it to you? Well, yeah, well, I was. I was in Cape May over the weekend, and my friend and I were riding bikes to uh, to a little deli, and we we turned the corner, <laughs> and you, you you just got smacked in the face with this aroma, and it wasn't like unpleasant, but it was like, wait a second, that I've smells that before. That <laughs> smells familiar. Ah, I and love then, it. And then, Reminds me of summer camp. <laughs> but my friend goes, oh, man, there's that tree that smells like C. And I was like, yeah, what is that? I'm like, I have totally smelled that before. And uh, Well, well, yeah. you said it. What? He immediately, Chuck, Chuck immediately, Nico, he, he then, says his then neighborhood is. When it was repeated a couple of times in ensuing conversations, uh, <laughs> subsequent conversations, people were like, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, well I, I've never, I've never heard of that, and I said something to you, my. Hu- you, as a woman, would have only heard of the V tree. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I've never heard of that. I've never heard of it. Never smelt it before. But when I said it to my husband last night, um, he, Casey knew exactly what you were talking about. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we're we're not all crazy. And and Chuck, he, apparently his neighbor, he lives in Barrington, New Jersey. He says his neighborhood is just covered in this stuff. Really? Yeah. You know, I I'm sorry, and, and maybe I don't have that sharp of a palate, but I don't think I'd recognize the smell of. Yeah. Your olfactory senses are no. not up to snuff? I didn't no. think it had a smell. I, does it? I, well, uh, not that I know of. It, Kathy? Uh, yeah, I guess it does. Mm, God, so well, listen, it was, it, was, it was pronounced enough to, to remind, and they say the strongest mnemonic correlation is with uh, memory odor. senses are with odor yeah. sure yeah so so and you you immediately got and summer that, camp right okay, <laughs> summer camp that big burly man yeah. from overseas spoke in a thick accent <laughs> his mustache smelled like uh, tobacco <laughs> this won't hurt a bit this this is how we do it in our country <laughs> hang on let me go it's getting hot in here <laughs> let me go to a few calls because our, our phones are lighting up like crazy right now let me go to stefan hey stefan it was, uh, I can commiserate with Casey on a uh, spunk tree. <laughs> there we spunk go. Is a, spunk there we go. Okay. All right. That works. L- legitimately, yeah, they're in Arizona, too. I'd walk outside thinking, like, I had a, maybe a stain on me or something. <laughs> I wouldn't uh, know what that smells what, like. What, what does the tree, is it, 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 it what does it look like? Uh, it, it just, honestly, it represents any other tree you see around a neighborhood. It's just the sense is it's indescribable. All right, so so it, it, but it immediately smelled because there 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 is there has I've experienced that 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 uh, odor. Yeah, uh, you know it's it's not as as distinct as others, but you said immediately you can tell it's that. Yeah, I mean it's not like a tree that smells like farts or something like that, which would like, be wait, awesome. Yeah, yeah that, that would be really awesome. cool. Um, but. 
but it has it has a distinct odor, and uh, and and it's I, I've never smelled anything like it. And well, and apparently you have because you correlated it with some kind of a fluid. It yeah. was the spunk tree. Yeah. The spunk tree. I just commiserated with my friend. I'm going to go to Jeff. Hey Jeff, how you doing? Hey, the whistles go. Woo! Hey, <laughs> what's going on, Jeff? Uh, I got to commiserate with Casey here. The uh, the distant cousin of the gum tree yes. is definitely a real thing. What's uh, it called? Do we know the name of it? It's some sort of ginkgo tree, if I'm not mistaken. Ginkgo? No. Well, ginkgos yeah. ginkgos are really stinky. Ginkgos are are, are a Japanese tree, and and you'd recognize them because of uh, they they don't look like normal trees, uh, North American trees. They look they look they have weird... uh, someone smells spunk. <laughs> they very weirdly shaped. Not to tell of properly. <laughs> very weirdly shaped and uniquely shaped uh, leaves and uh, branches, and but they don't they they just stink. They flat out smell bad. I don't know if they smell like um, spunk or not. Somebody mm. sent a. Uh, uh, a note in here that says they line the walk the walkways to the parking lot at to West attract hookers. No, at Westchester <laughs> University. Huh? Oh. I don't know. Let me go to. Uh, I smelled a lot of that there. <laughs> Let me go to Laura. Hey, Laura. Good morning. That idiot can't even get. Can't you, <laughs> you have that problem too? What's going on, Laura? Um, I just want to thank Casey because I've had conversations about this with people. So many conversations, and I thought I was the only one that smelled that. Oh, okay. Never heard of anybody smelling. And you before. and you correlated it to that bodily fluid. Definitely. Wow. I want to smell this. Wow. I'm gonna have to. I, I I'm gonna have to in order to to number one know what that smells like. Like and I wonder, can you just bring like a branch in? Yeah, like a branch or some bark. Well, here's anyway, what we can do. Somebody give me a cup. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have smell a smell that. test. It, 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 Kathy it smells exactly like it. Once you have some of Preston's, hang on. Let you me don't go. go back. Let me go to Tracy. Hi, Tracy. Good You've morning. tried the rest. Now try the best. Hey, what's the dealio, Tracy? Dude, this weekend I have um, my one friend from Georgia up, and we were in the car getting ready to go down to the beach. Whoa, that is a word. I don't know if you know this or not that we can't use on the radio, Tracy. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> She's trying to be tactful with the other word and drops the f bomb. <laughs> what the f is another word for C? And they're like, "What do you mean that smell?" I'm like, "It smells like sperm." And my boyfriend was the next to me. He's like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, it smells like your sperm." <laughs> and he was just like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Okay, you know, like when you're finishing and you're like, you like, yeah, we got you, yeah, 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 Tracy, Tracy, you can never call in again. We get it, all right." <laughs> It smells like yeah, we got yeah, you. So and it smells it, like your your boyfriend specifically. Did, did he agree? Well, he didn't know what I was talking about, but my friend, she knew exactly what I was talking about. I, yeah, you would assume that women would be more familiar with this odor, you know, at least because the chances of face to proximity. I, yeah. Let me go to Jamie. Oh, Hi, Les, Jamie. I don't know. Hi, Jamie. And boom goes the dynamite. That's yes. right, baby. <laughs> What's going on? Guys, the tree you're talking about is a chestnut tree. I have three of them really? in my backyard. Just a regular chestnut tree? So those are really nuts? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was a, was a word. It is awful. We have three of them in our backyard. And this time of year, they start to bloom. And you can smell them. I, I, I distinctly remember having a conversation with my mom. This was horrifying. I was like, what is that smell? And she's like, that's the chestnut tree. Listen, yeah, listen, you can hear them blooming. Uh, I love walking through the park around this time of year. 
Please and blooming. But what did what did your mom say, Jamie? Well, then we had a really um, delicate conversation about what that smell smells like, and it was kind of an awkward situation. Did you, was your mom aware of it as well? Could oh, she? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I mentioned it. She's like, "Oh, yeah, you know what that smells like." I'm like, you know. "Yeah, I do." I mean, I was married at this point. It was no big surprise, but it was just—it's awful. They're all over. We live in the woods, and they're all over back well, there. It's, it's kind of sad to hear that the—that it's related to a smell that's unpleasant. So yeah. that uh, you know, we—I—I I, I always thought it was uh, wonderful. Let me go to Dan. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Hey, good morning, there, brother. Hey, what's up, brother? How you doing? Good. The funny thing is, I can't believe you guys are talking about this. My brother and I are down at my my stepbrother's wedding about six months ago, and we both are just pulling up there, and we're like, wow, there's a weird smell in the air. And we get out of his car, and all of a sudden, it hits us both at the same time. I was like, dude, that smells like hot sex. What the hell is that? <laughs> it smells like hot, hot sex. sex. <laughs> I, I kind of know what that smells like. <laughs> sex smell like, is... I mean, and, that's like, and then when you guys first said this, like, there's a tree out there that smells like, you know, you know, you know the... The entire time we're in the wedding, we're both like the groups. We're sitting there trying to think of a really funny word for what the odors were like. It's spalaji. In other words, canopy. We're just sitting there making up words. Spalaji. Like we get done, we're like, dude, we're never going this place again. It smells like hot sex all day long here. Oh my god. Hot sex. Wait, well, I, then I need to find out where a grove of these are. Where, where, if, if anybody listening knows a, a, about a location that's in proximity, maybe to the Balakimwood area, so I can go swing by <laughs> and and no. and get a, a whiff of it for myself. I would think just for safety concerns, if you're growing these trees, you should grow rubber trees right near them. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta be you gotta be careful for, these for days. a prophylactic uh, a rubber tree plant. <laughs> oh wait a minute! I'm looking at a definition. Is this Urban Dictionary? Yeah, semen tree. Semen tree. Well, that's pretty straight ahead. Uh, it says another name for the Bradford pear, and oh. or and ornamental pear tree. I think that's a what somebody tree? had said the other way. Here comes here comes Chuck. Chuck knows what he's talking about. Yeah, not a chestnut. Characterized by greenish white flowers, <laughs> which smell like a cross between. Yeah, all right. I'm not yeah. reading that part. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you this part. Well, it says it, it says the, the the fluid that we're talking about. It says and also rotting fried shrimp. Oh, <laughs> Rot, is, common, that, is that what we smell like? No. Common throughout so. the South, these trees are pleasantly located near eateries and other fine establishments. Yummy. Chuck, you you uh, know what this yeah, is? Yeah, it's a pear tree. When they read did my street they put one of these out front of every single house it grows pears or no it doesn't okay. bear any fruit it's just okay. part of the name but it, you know the little strip of grass between the uh, sidewalk and the street yeah. yeah every single house has one now you love oh. the smell of your own fart <laughs> so your neighborhood smells like hot sex yeah, for about a block. Yeah. <laughs> really? It's, it's an ornamental flowering tree, right? And they, they, yes. they'll put it in office parks and up and down sidewalks and in towns and things like that. Chuck, okay. Yeah, so it's fairly on, thin. On a basic uh, olfactory level, do, 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 do you think that would serve as some sort of aphrodisiac? Would that, in other words, do, since it reminds you of <laughs> hot sex, horny. <laughs> would it? Do, do, do you think it would well, work? Well, not for me, certainly, no. It's, yeah. I mean, it's, it only smells when it blooms, and it only blooms for about a, maybe a week or so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow! So, so not very long. So, then, then now's the time. Yeah, we have to go smell it now. Yeah, let me go to <laughs> go smell it now, Allison. Hi, Allison. Good morning. Hi. Hi. Penis so small. <laughs> Apparently not when it's a chestnut tree. What's going on, Allison? Um, I went to school in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, and it was as if it was part of the campus tour. Like freshman year, all the upperclassmen were like. Here's the bookstore, and you have to smell this tray. It's unbelievable. <laughs> so it was that much of a of a, of a, of a known 
situation that you were told ahead of time, go smell the spunk tree. Exactly, because you'd be walking around on your way to class and you'd be like, is that my dorm window open? Like, what is going on? Let me, let, let me ask you something. If you approach the tree from one side, if you walked around the other side, would it smell like ass? <laughs> <laughs> Only if it was really dirty. <laughs> I'm just wondering how these things are laid out. It would stand to reason, right? Yeah, well, yes. Yeah, whatever, and you're coming in logically, yeah. yes. Let me go to John. Hey, John, how you doing? Good, how you guys doing? Good, what's up, buddy? Good. I was about uh, 10 years old, and we have a lot of uh, the sperm trees around us where I live. And uh, my 82-year-old grandmother at the time, I had no idea what sperm was. I was 10 years old. Yeah, right. walking through the park, and she goes to me, Look, Johnny, this is one of them sperm trees. This is my 82-year-old grandma talking. Your this is your grandmother. My 82-year-old grandmother. And I had no idea what it was. And, you know, you get older and you realize and you look back on it and say, my 82-year-old grandma said that to me. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Uh, and well, I even gave him a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> well, I, Not there, with that mouth. There are instant messages coming in. Uh, there's one that says, it's uh, well, you could call them bukkake trees. <laughs> bukkake trees. Well, that's a Japanese name. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, also, somebody says that they're all over Villanova's campus. Really? I don't know exactly where I can go because I'm not going to roam, go roaming around Villanova's campus. Looking for the <laughs> where, where do the trees that smell like spunk? <laughs> yeah, just right, right here, son. Excuse me, Father. We have a situation over here. I want to smell trees that smell like spunk. <laughs> so That's anyhow, right now. Kathy, if you, if you were to smell that smell, would do you think that would prompt a a response mentally, or, or, or would, would would that heighten? Nah. Would that serve as a fer- like a pheromone? Nah, I don't oh think God, so. no. I don't think so. But I might I might be able to pick it out. All right. Well, then we got to find that because it, I, number one, I also want to find out if it is indeed the chestnut tree or this was an Asian pear tree. Bradford pear. Bradford, Bradford pear tree. So I, I don't really know, but apparently it's quite prevalent. I mean, the phone All calls the are they're just littered with people that are, that know exactly what we're talking about. So you're not crazy. I mean, that's all right. That's I like Brian's out. description. Yeah. Where is it, Brian? I'm call uh, five line five. Right, let me go to him real quick. Uh, hey, Brian, how you doing, man? Good, Mazel Tov. Mazel Tov. What's up, buddy? Uh, just a little help you out with the spooge tree. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's not so much the fresh discharge. It's more like the day after when it's been uh, sitting in a T-shirt and cracking. Oh. <laughs> You're a t-shirt man too, huh? Oh my God. <laughs> What's up, brother? Nasty. Nasty. <laughs> Form an organization. Meet it someplace on Thursday evenings. All right, well, I'm, I'm, uh, sock freaks. I'm gonna have to go and, and uh, sample the the odor of this particular tree if I can find one anywhere. All right, but uh, thank you for you for your tips. Yes, we've got to take a quick break. Uh, we'll be right back. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR. Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate Steven Singer.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Something I noticed at the airport, I, there were a lot of things that I noticed at the airport and flying and, and, and all that stuff yesterday, but one thing kind of uh, stuck out to me, and it was after we got off of the, the flight and went through, you know, customs and all that stuff, and we were getting ready to leave, and I just saw this girl in passing on my way to go get on the bus to get to the economy parking, um, that uh, she was probably about 
I don't know, 16, 17 years mm-hmm. old, had a huge... I, I it it had to have been a hickey because it was too, it, it, oh. it wasn't big enough to be a bruise right yeah and uh, it was on her neck and I I haven't seen one of those in ages I haven't seen well, although there was a place there was this tiny little grocery store I used to go to when I lived in Glen Mills they'd give you hickeys that would give you hickeys <laughs> when you would leave no but this girl who worked at the cash register who was lovely by the way. I'm sorry what town was this in Preston? it was in Glen Mills oh, okay okay but it was it was this <laughs> crappy little grocery store that I hated going to and the crack whore behind the counter it was, had hickeys it was the only one close enough yeah it was one of those places where you pull in and they're just they're mean to you but you have to go there because it's the only place that's close and by. they know it yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, but she would always have these hickeys on her Ew. neck, and that's the last time I ever remember. That was good, you know, eight, nine years ago, uh, seeing anybody with hickeys on their neck. You know, and whenever I see a hickey, one word comes to mind every time. What? Skank. <laughs> Just skank. <laughs> and, and listen, Skank I, is a great word, by the way. I've never had you a never hickey in my that. life, but, like, there are no redeeming qualities. They, they, there's nothing. I've had somebody try and suck on my neck and give me a hickey, and I'm like, skank really? Can you stop that because you're not making me feel good and you're just going to make me look like an idiot tomorrow? But hickeys used to be, that used to be the thing. That was, was I remember badge. when I was growing up, I was like, that is a, right, a badge of honor. You got your friggin' hickey. I remember in uh, in junior high school, it, it looked like people had some bizarre sort of skin condition. <laughs> these huge, like, welts on their necks. And, yeah, hickeys all over the, but you don't. You don't see him anymore. Yeah, I think middle school, maybe early high school, it was still okay. And, and in college, by the time you got to college, you're like, all right, that's just nasty. Yeah. And they're Hummers. One yeah. Of, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In, fact, in fact, that's probably what's, sadly, that's what's getting rid of them in the in the earlier ages. They're, they're going right to that. Sure. But uh, we had a friend in college who, who uh, was seeing a girl, and well, they just hooked up one night, and she thought that it would be cool to give him a ton of hickeys all over his neck. Aww. And so the next morning, this was, was my roommate in college, and, uh, and the next morning, we were all gathered around like, oh my God, you know, your neck looks awful. You know what takes care of hickeys though, Stu, is uh, uh, put peanut butter on it. And Stu... <laughs> oh, no. He's like, that'll, that'll get rid of them? Oh, like, oh my God, yeah. You know? <laughs> it's something you learn in middle school. So he's like, I, I, know, I never heard that. I'm like, trust us, please. Oh, so he, he goes into the kitchen, gets a big jar of Jif, and applies it all over his neck, all like in the back of his neck, and walked around. And this is the middle of the summer. This is summer school. Walks around campus the rest of the day. There's peanut butter dripping off his head onto his shirt. It was well, great. Steve, I, I don't that. think it's that, that they're not giving hickeys anymore. It's just a middle school thing. It's not like we're, you know what I mean, well, hanging I, out with, with middle school kids. I read a thing a while ago that said that hickeys are, are on the way out because you have uh, you Other have things. earlier experimentation taking place. But man, and they were such a pain in the ass because the big problem with the hickey was you had to hide it from your, your parents. Well, yeah. and, and our, our right. remedy to get rid of it was uh, an ice cube and a comb. You would okay. put ice yeah. on it and then comb it out. I heard a silver spoon. (laughs) I I heard that if you put a silver spoon over (laughs) it. That it would it have to be cold? I you say Candyman five times. Yeah. I can't recall. I really can't recall. No, Kathy, I heard that uh, comb thing as well, too, because the, this was the theory, was that the comb, the tines on the comb would break up the little blood clots <laughs> and, right, and right, the yeah. bruise, and then the, the hickey would magically disappear. Yeah, so, you could get rid of a port wine stain the same way, <laughs> right. by combing your head. Comb and peanut butter and gets rid of hickeys, no problem. Hang on, let me go to, I have a uh, teacher, I believe. It's Melanie. Hey, Melanie, good morning. Hi, you guys rock. Hey, hey, you, Melanie, what's going on? Dude, my students have hickeys all the time. Really? Like the, yeah, the nicest kids, like athletes, boys with really short hair, or obviously short hair, 
What do you no, teach no in Pleasantville? Thing. I know. No, I actually teach in in Elkton. Maryland. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So, 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 and, and but you're seeing a lot of hickeys. All the time on the nicest kids too, and, I, and I'm always like, "Are you trying to advertise? You know, your whatever." Yeah, your yeah they are. Sex well, life, exactly. Melanie, what what age group are we talking about? Um, sixteen, seventeen, sophomores and juniors. Okay, so that's a little older. There than was there was a girl in school yeah. who had a huge mouth who was legendary <laughs> for giving like abdomen sized hickeys, <laughs> like. You know, like could turn your entire head would be sucked into her mouth and turn red. She was just the, and people could identify if she had made out with you because of the size of the friggin' neck hickey. Really, and and, and hickeys just look ugly, ugly. Yeah. Yeah. ugly. Like, like downright like uh, like you're being beaten, like you're diseased, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or something. Hey, and I'm gonna make it look like you have AIDS, uh, and even in, yeah. And it feels weird to get a hickey. It does it? Because, like, uh, yeah, have you ever gotten I one? I never liked it. Never. I, I, mean, no, I didn't like it. I, I had my, my share of them, but it, when, when the, and you don't tell a girl to not do it because you figure, well, if they're into that, right. if they're sucking on my neck, well, I, I get to give them a roadmap south. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but, I mean, you know, it's just, it's weird. It's like, and you're there like. <laughs> Wait, but, but is it intentional? Yes. Yeah, like oh, I yeah. always thought that it was some like no, I no, guess no, you're no. joking around, but I, I always thought that it was, it was just you're kissing the neck and then it happened. It's, oh, it's no. almost like branding your herd. Yeah, because like <laughs> Kathy, you have to bite and suck yeah. in order uh, to get to, to your, cause a bruise. Can you give give yourself? Give it, yeah. Give do, you want, do, you want, do you want Casey to give you a hickey Let on your forearm? Give you, no, no, you, give yourself a, you can give yourself a hickey on, just on right your, your forearm. Yeah, on your arm. Yeah, Kathy, have you ever given one? Uh, I don't probably in middle school. I don't Did really. You, I don't she didn't even know how it happens. No, I, don't think <laughs> I just remember my one friend. I remember putting the ice on her neck and combing out her hickey. Uh, so did she it work? Get in trouble? No. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've ever given one. I think like we were joking around about it in college one time, and, and some girl showed me how to do it, like on my arm or something like that. But I'm pretty sure that I've never had one on my neck. Really? Yeah, no, I, I have had. And I, you, I had a girl who went nuts. It, it looked like I got caught in a wood chipper. <laughs> Can yeah, it, so much, and the worst is your dad goes, "What happened to you there?" I, I assume that you can get them anywhere on you, yeah, right? Yeah, right? Do you think you could give? Oh, them? there's places in the city, Preston. After hours, places <laughs> <laughs> they'll go all hickey on your ass. No, aging hook hickeys. I was wondering if you could get one on your ass or not. If you could get it yeah, wherever, wherever there's enough. What you, what you do is you you, you have to like. Suck and bite in and bite and hold for a few seconds. Right. So all the blood congeals in that area. Kathy, suck my ass. For uh, yeah. well, I, no, I was wondering if there might be a volunteer who would do it to uh, to chin strap and give him a uh, a hickey on his ass. <laughs> Steve said, "Intern Steve said no." Steve got boned out of Jamaica, and now we're asking him to suck Rob's ass. But you know what? It doesn't no. even have to be sucking, by the way, because I actually Just I got biting. Well, no, no, no. I got sent to the principal's office in fourth grade because I gave my entire class a hickey, but I. Did <laughs> Didn't suck what? on him with a machine gun. I didn't suck on him. No, no, no. Snapple? But, but I, I, I had literally, I had the entire classroom grab their chin, <laughs> yep. right, uh, with their, you know, with their hand, and then and squeeze. squeeze their chin. Right. And I challenged them. I said, "Oh, I bet you can't grab your chin and squeeze it for a minute." And they're like, "Oh, we could do that." <laughs> so they Casey, did it. Doing your challenges, but literally every single kid in the class except for me <laughs> had a hickey on their chin. The Snapple cap used to do that too. You, you somehow like suction it to your chin uh-huh. and your bottom lip. And it would give you a big round. But hickey. that's not a hickey. That, uh, no, it's a hickey. A hickey has to no. be involved the mouth. No, 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 no. A hickey has to be somebody else doing Suck it. Suck it on your uh, face or to whatever. Be technically a hickey. You could give them a bruise, a contusion, or whatever yeah. By, yeah. by making them do that. But a hickey is it's someone else gave that to you. That, that's, like, right. that's, that's like that calling pleasure yourself is in that, the course. Is that what it says on like uh, Wikipedia? <laughs> 
Hickeypedia. Hickeypedia. No, I want to volunteer. I want a, a woman who will come by and uh, suck chin How about Marissa? Marissa. Marissa will never do it. Now. How about someone give Marissa a hickey? Uh, we can do that, too. I, I, on the butt. I want to see on I the butt. see if it's possible on the butt. Kathy, give Marissa a hickey on the butt. <laughs> Let me go to Heather. Hey, Heather, good morning. Meemer. Meemer. What's going on, Heather? Okay, a few things. I have a coworker. Uh, she's our receptionist. Love her to death, but she wears turtlenecks in the middle of the summer, and she says her boyfriend, like Kathy said, does it on purpose. He pins her down and just gives her hickeys. Oh, now, so I don't think that they're getting phased out, really. Now, in my case, in high school, it was a big thing, hickeys. I didn't care, whatever. I had the hair to cover it. As I got older, I got them below the neckline, if you will. Oh, really? really? Oh, absolutely. How on far the below the neckline? <laughs> well, on, um, on like on your boobs or yeah, the breast jewels. Right. <laughs> okay. And uh, was that something that you welcomed or absolutely pain? Pain with a little bit of pleasure. Wow. Really? Oh, okay. So okay. you enjoy that sensation? All right. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. She likes having a booby sucked on. Yeah. Yeah. Technically speaking. Technically speaking, I'm a doctor, so I, I, uh, I don't know. I always. It always felt kind of weird to me, you know. You never had you said. Katie. I guess some no. people like that. Remember, I told you that the story of the, of the one gal where it was like she kept telling me to bite harder and harder, and I'm oh, like, yeah. I, I'm uncomfortable doing yeah. this. I feel I'm going to bite something off. Put on a lobster bean, yeah. and I don't want to do that. It's not like I didn't welcome a hickey, Steve. I just didn't have anybody who was willing to give me one. You know, for, well, for in the time of hickeys, which yeah. is uh, high which school, which is a great movie, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Cholera in the time of hickeys. <laughs> Hang on, uh, let me go to Taylor. Hey, Taylor, good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up, Taylor? When I was a sophomore in college, I, I'm very fair-skinned. I bruise really easy, and I was dating a guy who made me look like I was a freaking leper. <laughs> really? <laughs> the day before I was supposed to meet his parents for the first time. <sighs> so I called my sister, who happened to be a middle school student, figured they would know all about hickeys, and she tells me the freeze a silver spoon, stick it on your neck. Yeah. Well, I'm so, my skin is so fragile that I ended up ripping the skin off my neck. Oh! From the cold? Yeah, it's like holding a popsicle off your skin. Oh, my God. So I had to go to dinner with my new boyfriend and his parents with hickeys and skin missing off my neck. Well, I think at that point when you're sitting on the table, it's just just so you understand, it's your your psycho son sucked the skin off my neck. (laughs) Yeah. But it's okay because it eventually led to banging. Pass the potatoes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and, and hey, listen, teenagers, don't be so dumb as to literally put a badge on your girlfriend's neck saying, hey, parents, I'm sucking on your daughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that, right. what it, that's what it is. That to me, it, it was always sort of like a brand. Mm-hmm. You know, to, uh, uh, you're, you're involved. Uh, I'm going to go to... You don't want someone who's been pre-hickeyed. I'm going to go to Chuck <laughs> I want a hickey virgin. Hey, Chuck, how you doing? Yeah, you guys rock. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on, bud? Good, right. I had this girl suck on my neck like like Dracula, basically, <laughs> and I found the best way to get rid of it yep. is warm water and a toothbrush. Warm water and a toothbrush, and it literally gets rid of it early. Entirely. I didn't even see it at all. Well, okay. see, this is if we conduct the Hickey experiment here and try warm water and a toothbrush, we could see if it works. I would agree yeah. with that. Right. So, uh, we're just trying, to get, oh. we're so trying to get one of us to suck on the other one. <laughs> who's going to suck Rob's ass? That's what I want to know. Well, actually, maybe we should do a series of Hickeys. Can Rob and... suck his own ass? Yeah. <laughs> Just Probably. Where? It's so big. <laughs> <laughs> just just pull one of the cheeks over your shoulder. By the way, I found out Rob's dad, his whole life, told him when he, what a big ass he had. And when I finally brought that up in the air, he that he was the first one to call him. <laughs> See? I told you. And, uh, he also gave Rob his first hickey. Yes, he it's did. awesome. Aww. Let me go to, uh, I have Jason. Hey, Jason, good morning. You guys, Rob. Yeah. Thank you, Jason. What's up, brother? 
Oh, man. Buddy of mine, work with him all day, every day, 24 years old, works for, in a professional atmosphere, and for some reason enjoys his wife tattering his neck with hickeys. <laughs> and, and it, he, looks, it looks ridiculous. It's very immature. I don't understand it. I try to tell him, and he just... No, you're right. You you look like you look like you're you're 15 years old. Yeah. I mean that's you know. Can you imagine like having a conference in the boardroom? You know, <laughs> going through the PowerPoint presentation with salami slices glued to your neck. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. By the way, don't be distracted by my multitude of hickeys. That's how my wife expresses her love for me by sucking on my neck. Let me go to David. Hey, David, how you doing, man? I I, I want a helmet. You know. <laughs> you guys that's good. What's going on, David? Okay. Um, I went to one of those ghetto Wawa's, you know, the pantry ones. Okay, yeah. The lady behind the counter who's making my sandwich was 45 years old and had like six or seven <laughs> yeah. on her neck. Oh. I was like, God, I hope one doesn't fall off of my sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be disgusted, wow. man. I'd be yeah. disgusted. Especially yeah. if it's like, what do you want on that, sweetie? Yeah. I'm sorry the boyfriend gets a little rambunctious. <laughs> Man, hold on a second here. Let me go to uh, Jamie Lee. Hi, Jamie Lee. Hi, good morning. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> I actually, about eight years ago when I was in high school, uh, I ended up getting a hickey from my boyfriend, and I didn't know it. And so he had came over later in the day, and my mom made him a sandwich and said, hey, why don't you eat this not my daughter's neck? Oh, <laughs> wow. Nice. And that's when he went, I got a better idea. <laughs> you know what? You got gumption, young man. Oh my god! You got pluck. You got true grit. Well, I like I guess, your style. Well, I guess it still exists, and uh, or at least amongst uh, you know the the like the middle uh, uh, middle school crew and all that. Um, hang on, I, I got to go to Jack here real quick. Hey, uh, Jack, how you doing, man? Morning, guys. How you doing? Good. What's going on, Jack? Hey, Preston, I want to sign up for uh, giving Marissa a nice big hickey on her beautiful uh-huh. you do, uh-huh. do you? How do I do that? I think she's, uh, she's jumping up and down saying yes right now. Yeah, might have to kill her I don't think that's going to be an option, but thank you. Thank you for the uh Yeah, uh, the but offer. we'll give you her number. How about uh, Liz here? Hey, Liz, good morning. Hi. Hi, what's up, Liz? Not much. Uh, actually, first off, my ex-husband used to love it, and I would leave them all over the place. So you would, you would give hickeys just uh, on his neck and all? I mean, where when you'd say other places, where else would the hickeys be? His neck and his chest, mostly. Okay. Ooh, the chest. Because you got to do some sucker to get a chest hickey. Wow. Yeah. So, and it's... then on top of that, we used to swing a bit. And oh. Okay. So, uh, we had a little group of friends, and I came to be known as V. Okay. For vampire. Okay. Vampire. There's oh. so many V's that could have worked its way into <laughs> the party. True, true, true. So, yes. it's, uh, yeah, I've got V and. Now, were you were you popular amongst the swinging crowd because of your uh, technique? Yes, and now, I was always very considerate and left them below the collar line. W- okay. Would your husband watch you giving hickeys to other men? Uh, sometimes, yes. Okay, and did did, did that he was cool with that? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah see if it's somebody else is probably nailing her. <laughs> yeah. The I think nothing. I think he's cool with he's cool with the sex, but the hickey's driving her crazy. That's just gotta go. Yeah. yeah. I have to draw the line I somewhere. I don't mind the intercourse, but all those hickeys. I just yeah. I found it weird seeing. I hadn't seen one in ages. Like I said, this, they're nasty. This girl uh, at the airport and uh, how long did they last for? Like they will last sometimes while. for a while, like yeah. like a week and a half, like a regular bruise, Casey. I mean, I still have a bruise on my arm from two weeks ago, and uh, and yeah, so it'll stick around for a bit because it's got to break up and then you know. 
know. got to get one hickey working here. And run yeah, just I know. one. Well, just because I want to try one of those uh, removal experiments to see if it works. Which one of the interns wants to give the other one a hickey? <laughs> what about Maggie? How about Maggie? Oh, she Maggie. Loved, her Ma- mom loves sure. us already. Maggie would be all over yeah. that. Which, who wants to suck on Maggie? Oh, I tell you what, if uh, if there's anybody nearby, a oh, female God, that Steve. wants to come by and suck on Rob's butt, stop on by the studios right now. Yeah. Come on, bring sure, your kids. Yeah. And uh, and we'll see if we can set that up. But, uh, yeah, don't do that. It's kind of nasty. Uh, we got to take a quick break. We'll come back in a moment, so stay where you are. What's new? Why do you ask? The Offspring. Tell me what is it like from the behind the world's pain. Dorothy. Oh, Lord, you're dead to me. Rest. Young Blood. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Now, <laughs> WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you by Horizon Services. Water heaters, drainage clearings, fixture installs, garbage disposals, fixture installed the same day, or it's free. Book at HorizonEasyBook.com. Let's start with this. Police were called out to break up the annual mooning of Amtrak trains in Levant Nigula. <laughs> I, I heard about this. Yeah. Well, it's we, funny. We got to do this here. On Saturday, when the crowd grew to 8,000 and many began bearing more than just their behinds, uh, female flashers and some people who were nude altogether were there, and there was lots of drinking. Mooners, flashers, and others. Man, please borrow your cell phone. Dispersed peacefully <laughs> at about 3 p.m. When does mooning begin? And there were no arrests. More than 50 officers responded from several police agencies backed by helicopters. Uh, Some participants were angered by the police response. And uh, some returned to a mile-long stretch of the festivities after police left. And newcomers arrived throughout the afternoon into the evening. And revelers continued to moon the trains that passed every 20 minutes or so. To be honest, I wouldn't want to be one of the mooners. I don't want to be on the train. And see it. And see it from from that vantage point. So they broke it up. But they're going to try and continue to do it. Apparently, it's been going on for years there. A holiday weekend flight from Miami to New York never got off the ground after the crew arrived more than an hour late. And angry passengers intimidated them so much that they refused to work. I love that. The tardy flight crew for American Airlines Flight 1908 received booze from irate passengers. And one witness said some people used harsh language. With gate attendants and were kind of like being a mob about it. It was scary when a few of the crew members refused to work because of the hostile environment. American uh, tried to unsuccessfully find replacements. The airline had to put everyone up in a hotel and fly them out the next day. Wow. Uh, Adding insult to injury, flight 1908's passengers flew into LaGuardia, but their their bags arrived at JFK. It was was a home run all the way around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody won in that one. Yeah. Uh, bicycling can be a great way to spend a warm, sunny summer day, but throwing dozens upon dozens of donuts, and you have the Tour de Donut. Uh, the Tour de Donut celebrated its 20th annual race on Saturday. Prizes were awarded for those who had finished with the fastest time, the fastest adjusted time, depending on the number of donuts eaten. And for most... Uh, jelly donut. 
Most donuts eaten altogether. Uh, for every donut eaten, five minutes is taken off the cyclist's time. Pit stop volunteers were scrambling to mark those who had eaten donuts so cyclists could hop back on their bikes and pedal away. Almost <laughs> a thousand <laughs> participated in the tour. Many participants were trying to eat as many donuts as possible, while others were skittish about eating too many and biking along a hilly trail. And there were uh, tour prizes for first, second, and third place. I kind of like that. Each yeah. category. I like that as well. It's a pretty good idea. Uh, let's see here. A couple have accused a uh, vicar of ruining their wedding after he ordered their two-year-old son out of the church for talking. Uh, the Reverend David Cameron halted the marriage of Ashley and Vicki Thorpe after their son Cameron began repeating his father's name. Uh, the vicar stunned oh, the... <laughs> now you f***ed up! He stunned the 100-strong congregation by halting the service and announcing, This is a legal ceremony, and I cannot proceed with this, with that going on. Will somebody... Will somebody please take him outside? Wow. As a couple stood at the altar in disbelief, Mr. Thorpe's grandmother protested that Cameron was not misbehaving, but the vicar said that she was making a scene and ordered her to leave, too. Uh, the couple have complained to the diocese, which has launched an investigation into Mr. Uh, Cameron's conduct. That's a pissed-off vicar. At the church, yes. Uh, Mrs. Thorpe said Mr. Cameron had already offended the family during the wedding rehearsal when the, he objected to her father, who suffers from arthritis, using a walking stick to escort her <gasps> oh, up God. the aisle. When you're complaining about the handicap. Yeah. This guy's a bit of a douchebag. Uh, long-tailed, um, what is... <sighs> Go ahead. Macaque monkeys? Macaque. Macaque. Thank you. Touch macaque. Long-tailed macaque monkeys have a reputation for knowing how to find food, whether it be grabbing food from jungle trees or snatching a banana from a startled tourist. But now researchers... Oh, heading off to the acne. uh, Now researchers (laughs) say that uh, they've discovered groups of the silver-haired monkeys in Indonesia that know how to fish. Wow. Groups of long-tailed macaques were observed four times over the past eight years, scooping up small fish. I guess they mail order their waders, right? With their hands and eating them along rivers in eastern Kalimantan. A monkey runs through it? And north Sumatra provinces. <laughs> the species, Great for fishing, don't you think? The, My macaque friend. The species had been known to eat fruit and forage for crabs and insects, but never before fish from rivers. Are they fishing, I assume, like a, a spear or just jumping in the water, or are they using an actual rod and reel in a boat? Uh, rod and reel in a boat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with a trolling motor. Uh, it was unclear what uh, prompted the long-tailed macaques to go fishing. Some other primates have exhibited fishing behavior, including Japanese macaques. Uh, I to go fishing. Kakma baboons. Kakma baboons? <laughs> that sounds like a request at a whorehouse. Do you uh, kakma baboons? Olive baboons. It'll cost you extra. Chimpanzees and orangutans. Wow. They, they do fish. Smart little fellows. And then uh, finally, we'll do one more quick story, and we'll wrap things up. An Englishman claims that a tornado prevented a UFO from landing near where he stood. I hate when that happens. Uh, Pat Reagan claims that... uh, Here it comes. (laughs) Stand back as I reach into the bag of tricks. Claims that he was nearly (laughs) blown off his feet in Rufford as he photographed the tornado during a fishing trip. Goddamn tornado. When he got home. I would have loved to have met those little green fellows. He enlarged the picture on his computer and spotted the UFO. I was looking forward to a nice anal probe. Pat uh, said, I noticed this weird speck. I blew it up and there it was, a UFO hovering right behind, right beside the twister. Uh, it's perfect. Well, disc- gong darn it. <laughs> disc shape <laughs> and greenish in color. If it was a uh, little green man, he probably took one look at the weather and thought twice about landing. That's what the man says. I'm sure, they fly all the way across space, but that little that 
storm is going to turn him away. And that is your bizarre file. Time. That's why I was. Well, you, I was. We're going to take it. Good time. We're going to take a break. <laughs> we'll come back in a minute. Stay right where you are. WMMR.com. The way thing that rocks. Events, photo galleries, car gear in the rock shop. And WMMR.com. The gentleman that is standing in our studio, would you think it would be fair to say, Steve, that he changed the, the way t- uh, television talk shows? Uh, oh, yeah. He was an innovator. In I a- would say an innovator. Yeah. Uh, I would say a legend. Yep. I would have uh, to say it. Some I was, quarters. I was drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I want to apologize. Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Springer. Yeah. Oh, please, please. Thank you. Don't get up. Thank, yeah. thank you. Thank here you. this morning. So you just did the traffic report yes. here, and you didn't even, I was watching, you didn't even look out the window. You don't know. <laughs> you, you know what? Just, Make this stuff up. That's our- the, the big scam is that she actually never looks. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I have it all here on my computer. I don't have to look oh, out the window. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Listen, I was thinking yes. about Jerry the other day because I was I was flipping through the channels and I came across... What a, was I wearing? I was, no, it wasn't you. <laughs> I was watching a, a movie and it's a, a really bad movie. Oh. It, it was uh, um, uh, Steven Seagal, uh, Hard to Kill. Oh. And there's a scene where he wakes up from a coma. He's been out for a few years and he flips on the TV and the first thing he sees <laughs> is the Geraldo show, Geraldo Rivera. Yeah. And it was the episode where the skinheads were on there, the famous episode. Where he gets his nose up. Yeah, where he gets yeah. his nose up. And all this stuff gets thrown around and, you know, chairs and people are fighting and stuff like that. And I remember that being such a huge deal right. when that happened. Yeah. But it just it, it just it turned into every day on the Jerry Springer yeah. show, you yeah. know? Fight, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, the thing is, is that you approach it, Jerry, with that, with, you know, Geraldo was attempting to create the illusion that he was being in serious with that. You you just uh, use yeah, reckless abandon and have fun, and I, and I love yeah. that. The show is a train wreck that it's you stupid. cannot help but watch. It's stupid, <laughs> <laughs> but it, you know it's a, you know it. It's a nice job. Well, yeah. I mean, come on, yeah. you, the fact. Listen, you kind of throw open the net there. If you want to come down and do the show and 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 yes. expose this about yourself, then do it. All you're doing is providing a platform. Yeah. Are you? Still, at this point in the television's uh, history, amazed that people will come in and expose this stuff about themselves. I'm probably not amazed anymore. Okay. Just everybody, you know, it's just done so much, and you read the newspapers every day. And, right, yeah. You know, I, I, 17 years ago when we started, it was shocking. Now it just seems a day in the park. I mean, just check today's headlines. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. You'll find everything you find 17 on 17 years ago. In fact, we're starting to get the children of our original guests on. Wow. Oh, no, no, which is, no, they're procreating. Yeah, this is where, yeah, and they weren't supposed to. They were told, <laughs> they were told no procreating on our show. And <laughs> you you, you begged them, but they don't listen. Yeah, they just, yeah. yeah. So we have a new generation of guests. Oh, man. I got to say, because uh, uh, every time I go to a, a sporting event, some sort of fight will break out, and I actually will get a little scared. Now, I don't know why. I'm like, oh, my God, there's a fight going on over there. Yeah, yeah. Are, are you uh, still in that phase? You no, because I'm pretty much of a wimp. I, yeah. I'm, I'm never up on stage. I always kind of stay in the back. No, and, and invariably, it's, it's it's a midget and some really fat lady fighting. Yeah. So it's not the, <laughs> not the kind of fight you couldn't take. So I, I think one of the most endearing things about you, Jerry, is that you're just so willing to make fun of yourself and have fun with it, with, with everything that the show is. And, and two examples that come to mind immediately are, are Austin Powers and The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. And when you did The Simpsons episode, you, you know, the, the aliens are killing each other and they're, they're beaming everybody in the <laughs> audience. And then it just, it, the, the cut, quick cut to... Jerry's final thought, and then you're just talking about you know what had happened. Did you have fun doing those, and, and and you like doing that kind of stuff outside of the show? Oh yeah, I mean that that's the best part about the job. You get to do all kinds of crazy stuff. Of course, when you do The Simpsons, and I don't know if it's like that with everyone who does it. 
But you're in a booth, and I didn't know what the script, the rest of the See, script was. You had no so idea. You just do lines, you know, in a vacuum, yeah. having no idea what the storyline is, not knowing what I'm responding to when I'm saying this stuff. Right. So they just had me read some lines, and then they put it in there, and they they did a real good job. Well, I, I pop on the show all the time because I can record. We grab sound <laughs> sound bites from the show. Have you all saw the time. It help? <laughs> I mean, are there any one particular, at least a cluster that stand out to you as being the moment where you said, oh, my God, this is, it's just completely gone to hell? Well, we had the guy who married his horse. But I came out against it. I thought that was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, we did a follow-up show, and the horse left him. The oh. horse left him? Oh. Yeah, he was apparently hung like a man. <laughs> oh. Nice. No, but he was, no, no, actually it was, we did, a, a, and most markets, thankfully, didn't run it. Really? They didn't, they, they, well, pat- because that, I mean, that really was over the top. A little over the top. But the well, horse was so judgmental. <laughs> he can't have that no well, horse. Well, we got to see a different, uh, well, I did, a different side of you, I think, on uh, Dancing with the Stars. Mm. I, uh, first of all, okay, I, I love the show, but I loved you on that show, and I would pick up the phone every night and vote for you because I wanted you to dance that dance for your daughter, and you yeah. did, and oh you my did. God, it, I was, I think I cried. I think Aww. I cried when you did that. It was, what was it? What was the dance? It was the waltz. The, and, you, the waltz. and we danced it at, at Katie's wedding. And what was kind of neat about, about it is, you know, Katie was wearing, you know, this beautiful wedding gown. And in the middle of the dance, she looks up at me and she says, Dad, they can't see our feet because the dress covers right. our feet. Which was right. So I took those lessons for nothing. <laughs> right, yeah, 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 yeah. You didn't even have to? No. You could have done anything. You could have been, you been on a... This is so weird. They can't see our feet. Let's, you know, so we just stood there and bounced back and forth. You could have been on a rolling office chair. For you, but you were great on that show. You really were. Who was your partner? Was it Kim Johnson? Kim Johnson. The, the, yeah. Yeah. No. Press, you love her. Don't yeah. even go there. You are Come such on. a Don't. dirty old man. Don't you for one freaking second say you weren't thinking the same stuff. She's oh. gorgeous. Yes, she's beautiful. She's yeah. a lovely lady. You know, she really is. Oh, but, that, you know, she's younger than my daughter. Oh, yeah. Spectacular, man. Just absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> are, now, are you going back? In fact, she asked about you. Oh, oh yeah. Sure, I'm sure, yeah. So they, they have, uh, obviously, a new season coming out. They announced the lineup. Will you come back in? I mean, do they have people from past seasons? Yeah, everyone. Not dancing, but, yeah, but yeah, they have us back sitting in the audience or doing yeah. some interviews. Can or I come with like you? <laughs> 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 That's how you do Jerry's taking Kathy. Jerry's taking Kathy. Big Okay. I'll show you a waltz. Uh, <laughs> you come today. <laughs> yes. All right, Daddy. As long as you take me to dance with okay, the stars. Can you can you can you do, do a little quick waltz here? I don't know the waltz. Come in on. fact, I'm going to be Would giving you... dancing lessons on radio. Well, there you go. On radio. Hey, okay, everybody. She danced with Joey McIntyre. Just pardon? She danced with Joey McIntyre. He did it. Oh. What? Yeah. That wasn't your season, right? No, it wasn't my season. But I was with him because. Uh, in the off season of the show, they do a tour, uh, right? Yeah, you know, at at, at a re- and I went on the tour with him to I don't know about seven, eight cities, and uh, he was on that. Okay, know, okay. He, did he, you come to Phil? You didn't come to Philadelphia in the tour, did you? No. Yeah, because I went to see it. You went under the there. Is it me stalking me? Yeah. I do love you, Jerry. Yeah. Really? Well, what's this? It's a wedding ring, Jerry. Get- yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But, you know, it's, don't you get a day off? Yeah, I, think, I think so, yeah. Once a year. <laughs> I think he could broker this deal. Yeah, uh, yes. I was reading that Harvey Keitel is playing you in the Jerry Springer musical. Yeah, the opera. What? Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, the, actually, there's a, there's a real opera. Yeah, it's yeah. like it was yeah, a hit, I, right? Yeah. Well, uh, yes. In England, it won the Golden Globe. Oh, no. 
not the Golden Globe, the, uh, the Olivier Award. Okay, which, which is their like Tony. The Tony's okay. Right. And it's a real serious opera, and they do a great job with it. Now they brought it to the States and played at Carnegie Hall. Yeah, Harvey Keitel plays me. And Did you get to see it? To Broadway. Uh, I saw it in England, and okay. Harvey Keitel came out to Chicago to watch us do the show so he could pick up mannerisms wow. or whatever. He's a cool guy. What, was he trying to pull off an impersonation of you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? I mean, really, he wanted, you know, he wanted to know what watch I wore, wow. uh, what cigar I smoked, and, you know, he, is, he really doesn't. Is that wild that one of the legendary actors <laughs> well, in the I, world is playing you and it's asking a you for tips? For him. It's <laughs> 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 I said, this is if you, you know, good Lord, can't yeah. you get work? What are you doing playing me? Uh, now, you have, uh, is, uh, I thought we were going to have uh, Todd come in with you as well. He's uh, kind of your, is he, is, is he your head of security? Or? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, well, no, Jimmy's here, who's the head of security. Todd is, uh, the uh, well, he does editing for us, but he's also the uh, producer. The, the man, uh, no, the uh, crowd. Oh, gosh, Production what? assistant. The warm-up guy? Well, no, I do my own warm up. Your intern? The fluffer? No, no, fluffer. he's really. Gosh, what is it? The floor manager. The <laughs> floor director. The floor director. Oh, That's yeah. what he is. All this television stuff. <laughs> and he's waving his arms, going, Jerry. 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 No, he's a great guy. Yeah, but he's on the trip, but he's not here this morning because, you know, it's not yet noon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does, doesn't keep those early hours. Did, are, are you the producer or, or do you, are you I behind am, it all, Steve Wilco's show? Yes, I'm one of the producers. Okay. Of, yeah, yeah. All right. And, 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 and that's the a serious that... show. They, I mean, they do it seriously. And Were you the one that, that came up with the idea? Who came up with the idea for, for having him spin off on his own show? Uh, for uh, Well, the company probably did. Okay. And, and I think that's normally done. I mean, you know, it's, they're spinoffs of all shows that have been on television for some time. Right. You tend to do that. And um, he's very good. Does the, does the Jerry chant still break out uh, spontaneously as you're just out and about? Um, well, we they we give him drugs. If you go to like a sporting event or something oh, like it's that. Always, yes, yeah. it's constant. I mean, you walk through an airport and it's... Jerry. In fact, I have Jerry, Jerry um, attached to my alarm clock. So when I get up in the morning... <laughs> you hear that. In fact, I, I think we you, have a clip, actually. Would you record it? So, <laughs> sure, I'll record it. And, and you just, just so I can get up in the morning, Jerry. Jerry, Kathy. This is... Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, yeah, here. Jerry. I love, I love though that after an episode where a dude will marry his horse, you'll say you'll have your Jerry moment, which is yeah. we all need to learn to love each other, yeah. Yeah. whether you're a horse or a cow. Yeah. And, and you, you, you try, you try to make sense out of this insanity. Well, you know, ride your horse, don't marry. It. <laughs> right. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, so we got to ride horses. Dick, go away! Dick, go away! Dick, go away! That's for, that's for me. Nail that on my alarm clock. Yeah. Dick away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, do people need to uh, to just send in their stories to you guys, Jerry? About you, you guys can listen, right? Don't messed up send life. it in. I don't need to hear this stuff. Okay. No. <laughs> God's sake. Why are you always sending me? Why do they send me their problems? Yeah, I have enough problems. No, they. Uh, yes, all we get thousands of calls. You know, within a week, a month of people who want to be on the show. Yeah, and uh, as long as it's outrageous, because on a serious note, we're not allowed to do a show on anything that's. A, that's not outrageous. In other words, if you call us with a warm-up lifting story, yeah. uh, NBC Universal, we're required to send it to another show. So really? they, won't, they won't run it. We could do the show, but they won't run it. Right. We're only allowed to do outrageous behavior or outrageous guests. Wow. So, at what, yeah. what, what point, because when the show started out, it was originally sort of a regular, straight-up, 
talk show. I mean, a little. Yeah, a little it was more, a normal, boring show. When, when, did, when did it take the. About uh, two when, and a half years. Two and a half years. We, and, yeah, we never made the decision to go crazy. We made the decision to go young. Yeah. Because all the shows at that time, there were about 20 talk shows. God. And everyone was trying to be like Oprah yeah, and yeah. go after what the demographic was middle aged housewives. That's right. what the demographic was. Uh, but then Ricky Lake came along. And really, she was the first one to, have, to go. Uh, to, uh, first talk show to go after the kids. When I say the kids, college age, high right. school. And so. We just made the decision, why be one out of 20 going after Oprah's audience? Mm -hmm. Let's be one out of two and go after Ricky Lake. It's a genius move. Because you're right. There was there was a time where it was, you know, Jenny Jones and Sarah, or, I mean, uh, um, uh, Sally Jesse Raphael and you and Ricky Lake and, you know, everybody. Yes, so they just started you popping You couldn't be up. an American citizen if you didn't have a show. <laughs> right. It seemed that way for the a chick while. chick from 90210 had uh, uh, Gabrielle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're yeah. right. Yeah. That was a little bit later, I mean, though. really, there were 20 on at one time. And then we went after Ricky's audience, so we started to have young guests, young people in the audience, young subject matter. Well, young people are wilder, and they're much more open about their lives. And that's when the show went crazy, and that's when Universal said only crazy. Where did you film? Where do you film your uh, shows at? In Chicago. In Chicago. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought because I had friends. I, I had to. Have been you like, have no friends. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> stop it. Guys that Just I know and stop it. <laughs> guys I went to college with, and you would mention the college crowd, but yes. they, you know, they they made the road trip up to New York, and I guess it was Montel yeah. with the sole uh, goal. Of just getting on the show, they didn't care who they were going to be yelling at from the crowd. But uh, yeah. you know, Montel's not a yelling show, though. No, yeah. it, no, they they yelled. You know, my friend, they they call him the Beast. He was on it. I, yeah. I, I get, and he gets out in what, yeah. six more months. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Jerry, do you remember the first fight that happened on the show? That kind of you know Set made everything. Tone. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that way? the first time there was a fight, it was uh, some show having to do with the Klan. And we honestly, we didn't have security because whoever thought that yeah. a fight on a talk show, yeah. And we honestly thought that was it. Show's over. We're going to be arrested because there was a riot. Right. And it went on for about 15 minutes. Wow. And there was no one to break up the fights. The audience got in it. It was just total chaos. We thought we'd been canceled. Yeah. The show's over. We're going to prison. Everything. And, uh... But that was the first fight. From then on, we had security. And, nice. and they were, they're all like uh, Chicago cops, are they not? Nice. Yes. Steve yes. Wilco was a, was a Chicago cop, right? Yeah, they're all Chicago cops. Yeah. Okay. Do you still get criticism from people like the, the PTC or, 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 you know, people that, or, or just people used to Jerry Springer and then, you know, they've yeah, accepted yeah, it at this we, point? We, yeah, we don't get criticism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, uh, Isn't it amazing that after a while that. they just give up? Well, well yeah, we, we beat Western civilization. We told <laughs> that. <laughs> and, you know, now, uh, and now you, we're going to try to give Eastern civilization <laughs> a shot. Sure. You know, whenever I go or stay at a hotel, I always will get, and I don't know why it's, it's become a ritual, but the uh, Jerry Springer Uncensored on, on, oh, uh, yeah. on yeah. it's always an awesome thing yeah, to yeah, check you're out. you're one of those guys that I'm get one, those, one guys, those dudes, yeah, 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 yeah. the cable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go into the hotels and you get those, but you watch for two and a half minutes. No, no, no. no. Every I'm, movie you watch is two and a half minutes. <laughs> That's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. I, I need this taken off the yeah. bill. I didn't know I hit yeah. the button. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know I hit the button. See, yeah. though, I remember when that came out. That was like such a big thing. I freaking love it. Yeah, we all got it. You did? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course so, I did. So how did I look? You look so Yeah. <laughs> Jerry, are you going back into politics? I may one day. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, I think about it all the time, but, you know, I'm like, it's possible. Well, you've had the, the show seventeen years. Yeah. Is, is there is there a uh, do you have a, do you have to work on uh, renegotiations every season, or do you have a, a multi year yeah, deal laid out? Yeah, just mutual agreement. We just do it year to year. At some yeah. point, I'll say that's enough. You'll hang it up. Yeah. But the show could go forever just because it's got a niche. 
And there'll always be new high school kids, new college sure. kids that are, you know, suddenly old enough yeah. to but watch it. It, yeah. it can't exist without you. I think you you are well, you are the ultimate paradox there because you're there in the suit, seemingly a, a conventional <laughs> uh, voice of reason yeah. in this insanity. Without you, that show would not work. Anyone, I don't do anything. What do I do? I, all I do is I stand there and I say, you did what? Come on out. <laughs> we'll be right back. That's how I got the job. I was sitting at home one day and I read that they're starting the Jerry Springer show and I'm saying to myself, that's my name. Why don't I give it Why don't I just do it? So I go down and they say, okay. That would make him gay. That we play that clip all the time. That's you. Yeah. Uh, I, I got to play this clip because uh, it is from uh, Austin Powers. Oh. Was, was it the second Hilarious. movie? Yeah, number two. Yeah. Uh, this is the scene shagged me. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Dr. Evil, we've seen fathers here today open up to their sons, sons to their fathers. Um, is there anything you want to share with us? Share? I'm the head of an evil organization. I don't share, okay, you frickin' idiot. That whole exchange is just... Yeah. And then we're wrestling, and he says, he's biting me. <laughs> have, have, you, have there been uh, other movies that uh, Jerry Springer show has popped up in, or is that... There the, was the movie based yeah. on your show well, with... Uh, Ringmaster. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie was, Presley, right? Was it yes, yes, oh, she was... Yeah. She that must have been a thrill working with her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I had lines, too. Yeah. <laughs> Any movie work for Kathy that you could arrange? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, Let's do there a movie together. There's a video. There's a video. Is that a movie? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. That cinematic, yeah. What yeah. did you do on Days of Our Lives? Uh, oh, yeah. I played a uh, a Vegas gambler. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was a lot so of So you fun. weren't Jerry Springer? No. No, no. he was Pete. Yeah. Oh, I'm, Pete. I usually, yeah, I, I've been in a bunch of movies, but I'm, you know, I, I don't know how to act. So. <laughs> Just throw your lines and yeah, you do but, your thing. But you get a, you, they give you a van outside, you know, where you can... They give you your own van. When you're in a movie, That's it's awesome. great. When there's food in there. How, <laughs> how's, how's the singing going? Because I know you had an album out oh, for a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I had a CD out. And you know, the best reason to get the CD, you know how sometimes you have a wobbly table in the kitchen? <laughs> well, if you take my CD and place it under the shortest leg, it stabilized. It stabilized. It was, we sold them for that yeah, For, for that, that purpose. It was a country music album, wasn't it? It was country music. Okay. Uh, God. And the uh, and that did the country in. <laughs> that was the last thing that ever happened to that country. Now, last year you were uh, hosting America's Got Talent. Yes, I'm doing it again this you season. You are going to do it again yes. this season. And, uh, in fact, next week I go in to Atlanta and we start the auditions. It'll start It'll be start start airing in July. Uh, Bianca Ryan, the, the gal who won, is uh, from here. From that, that was first oh, season. Right. You were first season. season one. Yeah, we yeah. just was the... Um, was the MC uh, the host yeah, of that yeah. season, and then I did last season, and uh, Terry Fader, the ventriloquist one. And we heard that they, that yeah. Hasselhoff actually literally makes people refer to him now as the Hoff. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, but he's a nice guy. <laughs> did you I watch mean, that? You have, to, you have to refer to him as the Hoff. Yeah, but he calls me. You know, I have to be called the Springs. Right? Okay, all right. <laughs> It's mutual. Turning back fair play. You're in town, town today, obviously, promoting the, the Jerry Springer show. Um, yes. uh, or apologizing. Or, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which you can I'm see so on, sorry. on PHL 17, uh, 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. You're going to hang out in Philly for the day and then head out? or Yeah, um, later. Well, actually, this afternoon I'm speaking at Kent State in Ohio. So Are you really? I'll be flying out soon. You were at Westchester last night, and that's where Kathy went to college. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. You could have stayed in my dorm room. Yeah, or you could just sleep over her house tonight. <laughs> Don't go to Ohio. Does your husband travel? <laughs> no, unfortunately not. <laughs> well, Kent State's available tonight. Yeah. So. Hey, awesome. Uh-huh. Uh, well, Jerry, we, we appreciate you taking time to come you by guys here. Are great. You're yeah, fantastic, and thank you so much. It. And continued 17 yeah. years. Uh, man. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, That's awesome, Jerry. Jerry Springer, guys. Yeah. Yeah.
Michelle, 17 today, 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. Stay down. New on Rock Breakdown, the Prince of Darkness returns with new music. Dave Grohl returns to the stage with help from his friend of Paul McCartney, plus some new merch from Def Leppard to complement your beauty routine. Get the latest episode on WMMR.com. Keyword, Rock Breakdown. I saw this list a couple days ago, did not get a chance to uh, to address it as of yet, uh, but it is uh, the eight place that you probably lost your virginity. And I saw this list. runs through a, a list of, of uh, uh, spots where a lot of people end up at one time or another, you know, losing their virginity. Well, I guess you only do it once. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, the third time I lost my virginity, by the way, thank you, Tire Patch Kit. <laughs> uh, like, uh, here's an example. Number number eight is uh, the bathroom of a frat house. Did Kathy, write that one in? No. Wow. Really? Kathy's was the back of an ambulance. No, I did. Well, first what? of all, what, what with the EMT? Yeah. First of all, did did any all of you this lovers getting me turned on? Did any of you guys lose it in a uh, interesting place? Was um, it? Um, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, mine was in in actually, uh, no gay jokes, Steve. Because it was with a girl, okay. Um, but it was uh, my my roommate had a uh, all right uh, had a party at his house, so I, I lost it in his bed um, at his house with his parents sleeping right next door. So okay. I mean, that's not that's that a, interesting. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a I think I think that's a standard one. I was actually in yeah. my girlfriend's house at the time. So was I. Yeah. I was at the girlfriend's house, and his uh, his uh, her dad was tickling my ass. <laughs> <laughs> what is with you? I like that, don't you? Is this normal? I mean, is this how it's supposed to go? Because dad has only one shot, and then you find out that's not the way it should be. Where's the, where's the guy tickling my ass? What? Oh, that was the second time. Was your dad? Get your dad. Your dad was tickling my ass the first time. That's how you do it, right? No. Uh. So any bed is really sort of normal, right? Uh, yeah. If you were able to be in a well, bed, whether it, well, it be... I w- it wasn't a bed. It, okay. was the f- it was the floor. It was the den. No, no, no. Here, well, here, here's another example. Like, number seven. Nick, you got to you gotta stay on this for me, please. Uh, you got to be a man. Come uh, on, man. <laughs> like, uh, uh, this one says spring break. Uh, yeah. Okay, but you know, I guess anywhere. That's pretty general. Yeah. yeah, but still, it's you know, it's it's an occasion more so. I'll tell you where it probably happens a fair amount. If you're talking about more specific as opposed to an, an occasion, you don't have a lot of opportunity around you know different locations when you're younger. A car. Yeah. Is, be, yes. is, is that on there? That's on the list. Okay. Yeah. The back seat of a car is definitely in there. And by I the mean, way, go front seat. Back seat doesn't work. If you use a passenger size seat, uh, that's the way to go. First time I got an, an HJ was, really? uh, was in, a, in a car. Yeah. Really? Absolutely. You never saw the guy again? <laughs> Why is everyone dead on this It's show? the old joke. You gotta go for it. Didn't even know his name. <laughs> it's Paul McCartney. Uh, you know it's like what? That I like song. your interviewing style. It's like that heart song. I just picked him up on the side of the road. Oh, I hate that song. I know. I do, too. I, I feel bad. I mean, a, a friend of mine. But the baby was his? Yeah. <laughs> a, a guy I know actually lost his virginity to a hooker, and I just, I was oh. like, that's not the way to go. And it was just one of those things. Yeah. It, it was tell you something, so there, there are a lot, of, not a lot, but there are, there are uh, I've heard a number of stories where, where Dads 
sort of see it as a rite of passage yeah. and will pay take him to a uh, to, to a brothel. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, and, and you know, overstating the obvious, but you you only lose your virginity once, so you want to make sure that you do it the right way. You and know then what your I mean? partner so, has teeth. Yeah, no. So when, you know, when, when he when he no. did it with the with the hooker, it wasn't because that was the only way he could get it. It was because they were all out drunk one night, and then they took him to one of those in place. I'm sorry, um, you know, in the in the city or whatever, and and that's the way he lost it. And I feel, I, you know. Well, a friend of mine lost it in a very odd place. Um, she was, uh, well, oh, it was it the William Penn I, statue. I gotta be careful, no, but uh, they, her, <laughs> they were, they were young, and obviously they couldn't do it at at either of their homes because their parents were there. Right. Uh, so they would sneak out at night, and they would go and they would hook up in this certain place. Well, the one time they decided, you know, this is it; they're, they're going to have sex. For it's going to be the magical night. The magical night. It was in a cemetery. No, oh, dude, that's a good spot. Yeah, my yeah. friend almost did it in a church, and uh, he said he. That they were so close. They were getting ready, and I mean, like undressed and everything. That's, and then that's is this sacrilegious? Yeah, divirginizing. Divirginizing. I see. Yeah. In a cemetery, it, yeah. once you pull that body out, yeah, the oh, the padding is very soft. Cool. Yeah. I, I also want to give the kids another tip. Uh, don't lose your virginity on a major holiday. Because I had a friend of mine who lost her virginity on New Year's Eve, and every New Year's Eve, it's like ruined for her because she just lost it with this jerk. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I could get past that. Yeah, well, no, you're a guy, so it yeah. doesn't matter. But I'm, I'm talking to the guys. Ladies. Yeah, you're a dude. Um, this, to the uh, this this one I love that in some message just said uh, Nick lost his in his hiney hole. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mm, interesting. I don't even know the. Uh, uh, by the way, memories. Use this opportunity to allow my parents to turn off the radio and my wife. <laughs> Also, uh, I don't know what the girl's name was. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. Don't uh, even Casey know she was, was alive. Set up, right? it, was, it was in a dorm room. It was set up, and um, uh, it was not in my dorm room. It was somebody else's bed. And okay, it, you, you. This was actually arranged for you, Nick. Well, it was. Uh, I was nineteen, and okay. uh, some of my friends were starting to feel bad for me because most of my friends, I guess, at that point had already had children. <laughs> no, it, we're, we're, we're no longer virgins. So the, a couple of girlfriends uh, actually set it up, and there was this girl who was a, a prospective student at Bucknell. She ended up not going to school the following year. Is that part why? of the orientation program? Um, uh, we'll take you around the school and then you bang Nick. Uh, <laughs> and then the, you can decide. By the way, Nick, my husband does not believe this story at all. He swears that they hired a hooker for you. Uh, no, no. No, no, oh, it was God. real because after they were done, they took her to a farm where she could run around and, <laughs> and live out the rest of her life. Free. Yeah, it's very possible. I know her first name is April. That's what you oh, know well, you don't. Then you know her name. Yeah, I have no idea what her last name was, and I never saw her again after that night. You guys, so. you guys spoke to my divergenator, remember yeah, Michelle Levitt? Right. Yeah, and I think she she recounted that while it wasn't dazzling, it wasn't bad, right? No, she said it was pretty underwhelming. Oh, did she? If I recall, yeah. I have a, a close friend who lost uh, hers on uh, a golf course on the uh, on a green on a golf Lolo's course. Hole. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so she, you know, she's kind of proud of that. It wasn't fun for her because I don't think it's ever fun for the girl in the first time. Right, or it's rarely fun, but um, you know, it's a cool place you to know, have it happen. You you hope for the optimum situation, which is where you actually really like the person or love the person, if that's swingable. Or but know yeah. the person. Or know the person. Before the person's night. breathing. <laughs> but there's no hey. smell of formaldehyde. Actually, <laughs> you know, Tara Reed's character in American Pie. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> 
I think I think uh, she kind of did it right because she's facing whether or not to go off to college and probably lose it with just some random right. guy at a party, and she decides to go with her high school sweetheart and, yeah. and do it there. And do it. Yeah. I have uh, three uh, girlfriends first week of college because they just they wanted to get it done, and it was very deliberate. They went out, they did it with a, a upperclassmen, and they just wow. when they got to school, did they have it like a, was this on the on the order of a, of a pact they had made? Uh, yeah, kind of, Steve. Okay. They, they, they went out and they said we're not going to go through freshman year being virgins. We're not going to go through college being virgins. And they went out and they hooked up and they just let guys do it just to get it over with. I wow. wanted a trapper keeper. <laughs> here, let me let me run okay. down. I got it, Nick. Let me run down the rest of the list here, and then I'll get to some calls. Number six was hotel after prom. So that was that. I think is probably a, a fairly standard one. Most likely places that you lost your virginity. Is Kathy going to reveal to us? Uh, I was in college in okay. a basement. Yeah, <laughs> chained uh, up yeah. somewhere. Remember, remember the basement in? Uh, do you remember the basement in Blair Witch? Yeah, that's how it happened. Kathy, Kathy had to face the corner. Now, nah, Steve or Casey, what they had was, uh, you know, one of those at the deli counter. They've got the little number thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Who wants the roast beef? <laughs> Open face. Uh, number five is the back seat of a car, which we had mentioned. Number four, a confessional booth. No. That is beyond I kinky. I think you'd have to pull back a little bit and say a church because I, I the, the girl that that uh, gave me my first HJ in the car. Right. We almost we almost did do. She took me to a church one night when it was closed. Because she knew how to get in, and we started fooling around in the church. And I'm like, dude, I'm not doing this. No, this it's, it's because your, your junk to. will explode into flames. Yeah, it was it was really weird. So I'll bet you more. That's, just, that, right that, that, that's not where you do that. More you, you, people than you think have probably lost wow. their virginity either in a confessional booth or inside a church. Not um, synagogues, huh? Uh, not that I know of. Number three was parents' basement. Definitely mm-hmm. a given. Yeah. Sure. Uh, number two on the list, the top bunk at summer camp. I remember huh. Preston one time uh, sitting on the couch where the the I was getting that same service that you had received. Yes. Uh, and and uh, the uh, dad decided to come down and watch shows on TV. Oh, no. And uh, so uh, for the entire, I guess, whatever it was, Matlock or whatever they were watching... <laughs> Is that my, when he started my, tickling your butt? <laughs> my, my, I was, my pants were down to knee level. You couldn't see because there was a comforter. And uh, I, I was, it was, oh, it was, no. as I was sweating bullets. Did she continue? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know it. All right. And then number one on the list is, and this is kind of a general one, but uh, Europe, if you ever took a trip to Europe. Right. Probably just if you in studied general. abroad There's or a chance that you might have uh, lost your virginity there. All right. I got tons of good calls. Let me go to uh, Mike. Hey, Mike. How you doing, man? Good. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, Mike. So uh, we're looking at the top eight places that you've uh, lost your virginity. Where uh-huh. Where did it happen with you? Park bench, four inches of snow with her on the bottom. <laughs> four inches of snow. <laughs> you made her lie down yeah. in the snow? That's so romantic, dude. On a park bench. We uh, <coughs> was hanging out at her parents' house, and uh, one thing led to another, and we couldn't do it there, so we walked down to the park and touched the uh, sleeve of my jacket there and wiped the old snow How <laughs> How long did it take before her ass defrosted? <laughs> Uh, oh, we're losing him. Yeah, we yeah. lost him. All right, let me go next to uh, Scott. Hey, Scott, how you doing? This guy nutted, bud. <laughs> <You just laughs> got nutted. Is that what you yelled? <laughs> What's going on, Scott? Oh, nothing much, man. Uh, I lost mine on a uh, picnic table at a campground. At a campground. Yeah, kind of like the uh, summer camp one on there. Yeah. Actually, at, at one time we moved from a picnic table to the bench in a dugout, which is right near there. Nice. Really? Yeah. 
All right, let me go next to, I have, uh... Steve, you were having sex all over the place. <laughs> yeah, wait, were you, what were you, like 15 or 16? Uh, or I lost it when I was eight. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I was part of a science project at school. Let me go to Dave. Well, <laughs> hey. I got in trouble for that one. Dave, how you doing? Yeah, Gazoo. 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 Dave, what's up? Not much, man. How you, do- how you guys doing? Good, man. Go ahead. All right. Um, I was 13. Uh, Builder Square in the plumbing aisle. I just needed to get my pipes cleaned. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. He needed to get his pipe clean. Hey. Is that John Belaris? Uh, <laughs> let me go to, uh, is this uh, anonymous caller? Hello? Hello. Hi. Hello. Good morning. What's going on? Hello. Yeah. Oh, thank you. So where did it happen with you? Um, in my boyfriend's parents' basement on a weight bench. A weight bench. That is a actually, a, that is an awesome uh, place to do it. Uh, but I remember it when I was. not. No? <laughs> well, if you're the guy, it is. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff to stabilize. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one, uh, the, Preston, maybe you've heard of this. One of the, when, when guys eventually decide that they would attempt to take care of themselves in other ways. Yeah. You know, uh, maybe uh, orally, so to speak. Uh, a weight bench is is one area. Wait, when a guy would try to do it on himself, yeah, a weight bench. Yeah. I, 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 I was some some reporter actually try that at one time, time or, or another. another yes. Whether you have well, whether you will admit it or not, yes. dude, I admit you everything. just wanted to see if you could get down that really? far. Oh, Everybody, yeah. hell yeah, even I've done it. It's me. <laughs> I try. I'm trying to tell I don't you. Don't care who you are. You've all done it. Yeah. I have never ever attempted it. It's a, I knew automatically that it was a feeble attempt, so I didn't even try it. But I promise you, you thought about it. Oh, yeah, without yeah. a doubt. But, I mean, here, also the thing is, like, I was a diver, so I was in, like, you know, what they call a pike position. So without actually trying to do it, I was already aware that it was never, ever going to happen. Okay. All right. There. I was not a diver, so I kept no. going yeah. for the goal. So <laughs> <laughs> I just can't, couldn't wait for that medallion to be placed around my neck. Let me go to, uh, let me get Mike on the line. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Okay, hey, good. You guys are awesome. You Thanks, guys are awesome. bud. We appreciate Thanks. it. What's up, Mike? This is, all right, no jokes until I'm done. This is after a dog show. Okay. Everybody went back to this guy's house. There must have been 50, 80 people there. And everybody was, he was showing off his new boarding kennel that he built. Okay. So this was on the floor of a newly constructing boarding kennel. So I didn't care. You imagine the dogs barking. <laughs> and and this... at first, when we first went up there, I was only, I was a little older. I was only 16. And the girl's like, how old are you? She's like in her mid-20s. And wow. Like, oh, she gets up. Oh, she left. I was like, oh, no, I screwed up. I missed my chance. And then just the whole rest of the night, I'm like, you got to show me this boarding kennel. You've got to show me this boarding kennel. And, uh, yeah, on the cold concrete floor, and I didn't care. Wow. Of course you didn't. Afterwards, <laughs> did you guys share a bowl of water? Yeah. <laughs> don't even remember her name. You don't, wait, you don't remember her name? I don't even remember her. Lucky All I know is that she had really long hair and furry paws. <laughs> <laughs> she kept barking. Yeah. Uh. Occasionally I'll see her at the mall and she'll stick her nose in my butt. Uh, let me go to, I have uh, Rachel. Hey, Rachel, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, Gadzoo. Hey, Gadzoo. What's going on, Rachel? Um, like Kathy's friend, um, I was, it was Friday the 13th, actually, but it was in a cemetery. In a cemetery? Did, were, were you not a little skeeved by what you were doing it on? No, it was in the backseat of a car, but okay. it was parked in a cemetery. Are you, are you like a goth girl or anything like that? No, absolutely not. I'm like the most girly girl ever. We actually thought it was a park at first. Or <laughs> something like Until that. you noticed they were burying bodies around yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It was wow. like one of those like flat 
Tombstone Cemetery. Uh, Memorial Park. Memorial Park. Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. Hey, uh, Press, you got a daughter now. Um, don't. Aren't you a little bit scared? I mean, I mean, this is years and years. Don't and I years. a little bit scared? Yeah, I don't know. I was gonna. <laughs> it, it's it's well, it's going to happen, and I assume it until is. that day you'll just uh, want to blow your brains Kath, out. Kath, what your parents do? You seem like you're a pretty well, respectable. You know what my, my this is what my husband says all the time. Him and his friends, they say that you know, no matter what, because my my dad and my husband get along great, but no matter what, he's the guy that's banging his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The process continues don't, from generation to generation. Yeah, right. she's just one. You have some yeah. time, right? Exactly. Uh, let me see. Let me go to Tim. Hey, Tim, how you doing, man? Stop. Okay, keep doing it. <laughs> Some road trip. That was pretty good, Tim. <laughs> that was pretty good. What's What's going on, man? Uh, when I was 13, I lost my virginity behind the dugout on a baseball field. 13? Dugout, dugout is a, it's a good place, isn't it? Yeah, well, I had to go behind it because it was kind of in a park and there were people around, so... Was there a game going on? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we have, we have audio of Tim losing it. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> oh, oh, I stopped. Okay, keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, on last night. God, I love that. That is a great movie. Uh, let me see here. Let me go next to, I have, uh, Rob. Hey, Rob. Yeah, hello. <laughs> Rob, how you doing, man? Gadzoos. What's up, Rob? I was 12. I was working at a campground. My dad, he was a maintenance man. Yeah. And, uh, at night, all the girls went down to the pavilion, and I was doing police call where you go pick up all the trash. Right. And, uh, they told me to sneak out that night, so I snuck out. My dad lived on the camp site. Right by you, actually. Uh, and and you, were, you were 12? Yeah. Jesus. Okay. And uh, where where exactly did it happen? Uh, in the pavilion down by the lake. In the pavilion. See, but that, I think that would be like an optimum situation. Totally, you're, you're, yeah. you're, you know, it, it's sort of very a... Romantic. Romantic area, yeah. For 12. Yeah, 12. <laughs> but, uh, and I was Lots just of talking, s'mores. Uh, I, at the ages of, like, let's say 12 to 14, maybe even 15, I actually sort of avoided girls because I didn't have any pubic hair. <laughs> so I just didn't, I didn't want them. You were them. embarrassed. Yeah, I was totally. And, and you, I, you, you wouldn't purchase a Merkin? I, no, and I, I, I clearly remember this girl liked me. I knew her. I thought she was cute. And I was like, I can't because she might try and go down my pants. And but you could, you, could have say that you, you could say that you were shaving for swimming. Yeah, I guess I could have. I didn't really think about that. But, you know, there, you there would have been some, like, follicle, you know, you could have seen some well, stubble. Yeah. Was, you know, uh, did you nothing. did you like this girl? I mean, did, did yeah, girl? Yeah, yeah. I'd known her for, for, you know, a long time That's important, point. right? And I was like, and I couldn't believe that she liked me. And then I was like, oh, man, I can't. I just I can't look like it. Kojak yeah. down there. <laughs> <laughs> Mini Kojak. Let Mini go, Kojak. Let me go to Jeff. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? Doing all right, Gadzook. Gadzook. Jeff, what's up, man? Not much, but look, first of all, I just want to say, when you guys saw about the confessional, I was just kept thinking about uh, wedding crashes with Vince Vaughn. That was a confession! Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's, I trusted you. I trusted you. What about you, Jeff? Your virginity. Where did you lose I, it? I was actually on a beach. It was pretty cool. That's that's good. Uh, beach is overrated. Yeah. I, I, have you ever done it? Well, no. Yeah. Well, 
so listen to the story. So uh, it's down in the CLC, right along the promenade. Okay. And uh, right when I climaxed, quote unquote, yes. the, uh, the tide came up. For lack of a better term, when I spewed. <laughs> I'm actually Wait, having man. said the word. Hold on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you say quote unquote, <laughs> does it really excuse the When word? I busted a nut. <laughs> Bust a nut? Yeah. Oh, my God. Wait, so what happened? Right, right when right when that happened, the tide came up, and that was the first time. So I was like, "That was awesome." Right, that, yeah. That's the classic from here to eternity right, on, yeah. the, on the beach with the surf crashing in and all that stuff. That's. I think you would want a situation like that. Yeah, and, and no matter what you do, no matter how big the blanket is, you can't keep the sand out of, uh, out of, your, butt uh, out of your butt crack. Uh, the the sand has no give, okay? So you don't have any sort of, like... Traction. Traction. Slash, I think you can work with it. But, no, no, but I'm talking about... What you about, do like, is you, you, you... Have you ever done it on, like, a hardwood floor? Or, or yes. something like that. I mean, that's essentially what what's going on. Like, like yeah, the worst, I, the absolute worst, Casey. Though, I yeah. mean, and I, I will, I live to remember the terror of this. I did it on a, like like a uh, the very um, what is the very indoor outdoor carpet? Uh, it begins with a B. Mm. Uh, Brains? In basements, they have this, this. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I have it in my oh, house. Oh, uh, yeah, Berber. 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 Yeah. I, on Berber, uh-huh. was wearing it was summer. I was wearing shorts and took off the whole deal. And, yeah. I had scabs like unbelievable on my knees. Yeah, because it's like cement right it, underneath. It, it sawed my kneecaps off. Right, horrible. Right, I could see that. So it's just, I mean, listen. When you're quote unquote screaming, <laughs> when I'm busting a nut. <laughs> I mean, listen. when my pants are exploding. Uh, it's it's good quote to say unquote. That you've done it on a beach. So if you want to just do it to say that you've done it, that's fine. But it, it is definitely, I think, overrated. The lifeguard stand is I'll, where a lot of people do it. Yeah, that's true. You For know, I'll, I'll tell you where yeah. it is overrated. Is in the shower. Yeah. Uh, yes. Oh, the shower removes all sorts of. Vital, yes. Yeah, anything with water, forget about Bad. it. No. No. You, Bad. No. You would think a hot tub would be cool, right? You know, no. a jacuzzi? No. no. Why do you think crabs have shells? Right. It's so funny, like, when, like at the beginning of the relationship, you'll shower together, and then the showers no. just become the place where you clean yourself and maybe drink an occasional beer, because, you know, sex in the shower is it's just... not good. No, it's overrated. Hey, by the way, I did, uh, and we have to ask this. It says, uh, get Marissa in there and ask her. She belongs to a firehouse, maybe a fire truck, possibly. Uh-huh. Marissa, microphone. No. Oh, man, she's got stories. No, but I did date a fireman, and I always wanted to do that backdraft on top of the yes. fire truck. On the hoses? Not yeah. going to happen. No. <laughs> what, what, what about your virginity? Um, Mom and Dad turn off the radio <laughs> <laughs> uh, In my bedroom. Oh, you little slut. Oh, wow. You didn't even care. Yeah, where were your parents parents Oh, they were still at work? This is right after school? No, they were out of town, actually. Yeah, I have a funny story that my my boyfriend at the time, I was 17. Do you remember his name? Eugene. (laughs) (laughs) I found out that he made a bet that he was going to take my virginity before my birthday, and he was getting money. So so I held out for a couple of days after my birthday. Wow. Wow. What is this jerk's name? I don't know. JT. Okay. Let's just say. I could have got her in a world of trouble. What? Let me go to. Let me go to. Hang on. Let me go to Dave. Hi, Dave. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Dave, what's going on? Hey, not much, man. I want to tell you about a story when I used to work at Baskin and Robbins in California. Yeah. Me and my girlfriend uh, at the time uh, took a break and we went and did it on top of. Uh, Three gallon ice cream tubs in the freezer. Wow, you became the 36th flavor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God>. oh, <laughs> At least. Right. Uh, 
that's nasty. <laughs> what is this? Uh, well, we have that list. Can we put that up on uh, PrestonSteve.com? Because it not only just has the places, it's got explanations and what the situation was like and what you might have thought it had been like. <laughs> what are you guys laughing it's at? It's not, not what we're talking about, but look at line oh, four. Line four. <laughs> line four. Do you oh, want me to go to that person? No. <laughs> no. No. Okay. All right. Pa- paraphrase it. Yeah. What well, you- they said they used a Ziploc bag as a condom. <laughs> I've heard of that, and I've heard, actually heard of, like, cling wrap, too. Right. Mm-hmm. Really? S- mm-hmm. Saran wrap? Yeah. Well, we have this list. My guess is that's ineffective. And it is the eight places you probably lost your virginity. And it's it's pretty comprehensive. There's some pretty good stuff there. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in a second. Stay where you are. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Football is back, and this Eagles season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2023 Eagles season tickets. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre B-File number two this morning brought to you by the Valley Forge Tourism and Convention Board. Celebrate Crave Monco Month this July. Enjoy discounts, free cocktails, and special menus. Visit Crave Monco, visit CraveMoncoMonth.com for details. A pair of teenage German car thieves ended up calling police for help after they were cornered by a herd of wild boar. <laughs> what? Dieter Meer and... Uh, yeah, this boy all over the place is scary. And Reiner Klaus, <laughs> both 18 years old, had abandoned a stolen car and run into thick forests after being chased by cops. They managed to lose the officers and planned to wait until the next morning, but were charged by a herd of wild boar. They climbed up a tree, but the animals would not go away, and eventually they had These to call the These are top-notch thieves, aren't they? Yeah, they had to call the cops on themselves. They were immediately arrested and charged with theft. A police spokesman said they were petrified by the boar, and they decided arrest was better than the pigs. Now, did the boar get the reward money? I, I don't know if they awarded it. the fine thing here, boar. A uh, naked man was arrested Saturday on suspicion of trying to have sex with a taxi cab. Uh, Cody Eugene Williams was found at about 6.15 p.m. wearing only his birthday suit and simulating intercourse on the windshield of the cab. Uh, The cabbie was still inside the taxi, by the way. What are you doing to my window? Williams reportedly intoxicated. Where's your squeegee? Also jumped on at least three other cars and broke a windshield. Wow. Uh, His technique is hard. He was uh, booked on suspicion of vandalism, indecent exposure, and uh, committing a lewd act. Humping a car. But he was trying to do it to the car. How about this? A former employee of Florida's Mount Sinai Medical Center faces criminal charges after admitting to performing oral sex on a patient. Pedro Gonzalez was charged with sexual battery. Uh, the hospital fired Gonzalez after the incident. Listen to this. Uh, his uh, duties included wheeling patients through the building, but the 31-year-old surgery patient said he was waking up from anesthesia Jesus. when he shoved Gonzalez away after he began performing oral oh, sex on him. Going so, down on him? So the guy was just got done with surgery, and before he came out of anesthesia, <laughs> winky, winky. the guy decided to uh, go wow. for it. 
Uh, let me see. I uh, didn't want to let it go to waste. I love this story. A Japanese man was arrested for calling a food company's toll-free number 500 times in 16 months because he wanted to hear the woman's voice on the automated tape. Oh, Jesus. The 38-year-old plumber was... I'm so lonely. <laughs> wow. Lonely. The 38-year-old so plumber who was uh, arrested on Sunday made 3,100 hours worth of free calls to the company, costing it more than 4 million yen or about $40,000 in phone bills. He gets excited by the woman's voice on the tape, apparently, a spokesman said. Adding that the voice sounded normal to the detective who was uh, involved in the investigation. The food company asked for its name to be withheld. So he built up this this yeah. relationship with this recorded voice. Yes. The spokesman said uh, police are investigating if the man placed an excessive number of calls to any other firms. But that's what he liked to do. Uh, Regina police have laid more sexual assault charges against a local doctor. And I only bring this up because of his name. Dr. Edward Toyin Poon now faces a total of Toyin Poon. Well, Poon. Toyin is his middle name. Poon is his last name. Doctor Edward Poon now faces a total of eight charges, which police said relate to several alleged victims. It's alleged the assaults took place at a medical clinic. Poon made a first appearance on the new charges in court on Friday. In addition to the you have a very unfortunate name, sir. To the sexual assault charges, he's also facing three counts of breach of undertaking. Poon was released and will be back in court on June 11th. Get out of here, Poon. Uh, Authorities in southern Germany have taken uh, custody of a seven-month-old boy after his parents posted an ad on eBay offering to sell him for one euro or about $1.60. Wow. Uh, The baby was placed in the care of youth services. Uh, Saturday, the mother told police the Internet ad was only a joke. Authorities have begun an investigation into possible child trafficking against the parents. Uh, No offers were made for the child. For for, uh, $1.60 was what they were charging for him? $1.60 or one euro. Uh, Nobody made any offers on the child. Child in the two hours and thirty minutes at the end. Yes, I'm inquiring about the child. <laughs> Posted. That uh, is a wonderful savings. Uh, the internet auction it's site more, more more expensive in the states. Uh, the internet auction site deleted the posting later on. Several people who saw the ad alerted the police. So bring on uh, the children. They were they were caught. Bring on the children, <laughs> especially when they're a dollar sixty each. Come on, get a gross of them. Yeah. Uh, and uh, let's see. Then we'll we'll wrap up with this one in uh, sixty. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> You don't need a criminal not to buy it. <laughs> Savings that good. In uh, most children's fairy tales. I got color my pants down. <laughs> Literally. Literally. In most children's fairy tales, romantic relations between characters don't go much further than a kiss. Exactly. But a mother and her daughter unexpectedly heard a raunchier tale on Thursday when they called the Benicia Public Library storyline. Apparently someone had hacked into the library's dial-a-story service and replaced the fairy tale with a story more appropriate for the pages of a fetish magazine. Uh-oh. Uh, Jerry Edinburgh said that the story explicitly detailed an X-rated relationship between two animals and laced the tale with various profanities. <laughs> uh, Engberg said, uh, fortunately, her six-year-old daughter is too young to understand what she heard, and she wasn't forced to explain why... As he, he slipped my shirt over my head. 
and she wasn't face deep into my neck and smelled my body as if it were a mini petal rose and she wasn't forced to explain why a dog and a pig were being intimate with each other uh, the story allegedly began with a man's voice telling the boys and girls they were going to hear a story about bestiality wow Engberger. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Said she immediately <laughs> alerted the library and employees promptly removed the message. It is under investigation. And there you go. That's what I got for you, my friends. Your bizarre file. We're going to take a quick break. Come back in a moment. We'll be right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. It's kind of self-explanatory after that. Podcasts? Oh, yeah. MMR's got them. There's the Fun Size and Bizarre File editions, along with Preston and Steve Full Show Podcasts, plus the MM Archives Podcast and more. Click Podcasts on WMMR.com. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And it's brought to you today by Jersey Mike's. The only way to top a sub is with real red wine vinegar made with real grapes. And the only way to get it is at Jersey Mike's because authentic ingredients make a sub above. Kelsey Grammer reportedly suffered a mild heart attack while vacationing with his family at their home in Hawaii. Sadly for Grammer, the attack occurred during luau, leaving most to believe that he was simply doing a hula dance. Oh, oh my God. The summer's first big box office bomb appears to be Speed Racer, which took in barely $20 million at the box office this weekend. Speed Racer producers knew they were in trouble, but early audience exit polling found most people attempting to burn down their theaters. Oh, that's not a good sign. And finally, despite reports to the contrary, Jenny Garth has joined the new 90210 spinoff, playing a guidance counselor at West Beverly Hills High. Garth says that in many ways, it feels as if she never left. That is, except for the bristly facial hair and hysterectomy scar. Oh, oh my God. That's your Hollywood trash. All right, thank you very much, Steve. Casey just did something really gross over here. What? Did he take a smash? No, he didn't take a smash. Did he wipe a boogie on something? No, nope. no. While I was sitting here and, and we were going into the back, Kathy was doing her traffic, he just set something down right next to me. It was his tooth. Oh! What? Did you just yeah. lose a tooth? Yeah. Let me see it. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, gross, dude. That's Casey, is that really your tooth? It's a fake tooth. It's I've, I've been cap. going through it's this. It's a vanity tooth. Um, <laughs> I've been going through this root canal for the past two stinking months. Is, you need a new dentist. Yeah, well, I like my dentist, so don't. Ain't Listen, talk bad about Dr. Dr. Raymond. Dude, Dr. Raymond was good. Dr. Dr. Petula, though, said you should come in and, and go see her. They're awesome. I know, you know, I know. She, in a brochure, it says, and no teeth falling out. It's no not teeth supposed fall. to do that. Well, you know, I, well, I was eating tangy taffy, so. Uh, you were eating oh, taffy with a loose tooth? You I, can't do that. Well, you know what? I, it's I, in the tangy taffy handbook. I was lulled into a false sense of security with it because I, I actually forgot that it was not there. And, it's uh, an opiate. Yeah, so I just was eating. Dude, taffy, even if you don't have, uh-huh. you know, like, yeah. like it can pull your regular teeth yeah. out of your root. Uh, if you if you like Laffy Taffy or something like that, yeah. bite in and get toothy a Toothy Loosey. Oh, yeah. I used to eat Toothy, toothy Loosey Taffy. It was delicious. It was, it was terrible what that would do. Sugar Daddies. Oh, yeah. Sugar, sugar oh, no, Daddies, the, the Sugar worst, Mamas. The worst is our Mary Jane bars. Mary Jane? Mary Jane bars will crack your jaw in half. <laughs> Milk does. In fact, when you pull it out of your mouth, your spine will come with it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is that? Mary Jane bars. I used to get them for Halloween. They were the, the crappy. Not only were they hard, <laughs> impossible to chew, 
they were they tasted terrible. I was like, yeah, was, yeah. was Mary Jane some sort of sadistic <laughs> bitch? All right, so you thought this was gross, Preston? Oh no! Um, what is that? Your nut? By no. the way, I find like like teeth, pulled teeth, are disgusting. disgusting to really? Me. Oh yeah! Look at you smiling. I know. It's like awesome. You have to pull my teeth out. No, and it's freaking gross. I'm just gonna gross you out a little bit more because after this thing came out, I found some food under there that had probably been there for a couple of months. Oh. What does it smell like? I don't, I don't know. It tastes pretty good though. <laughs> well, this is an ancient story, but Kathy knew someone who had actually put their son's <laughs> tooth in his mouth. Wait, he was missing a tooth. His front, not one of the two b- big front teeth, but one over. Those was, are incisors, but okay, anyway, incisors. Yeah. He was um, he he was missing that tooth, and oh, his son lost his tooth, and he took his son's tooth, and he tried to use like denture glue to put his son's tooth in his. Mouth. So he he did he did a tooth transplant. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean it only it right. would like fall. With out, glue. Does it work? And, 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 and not only that, it, back in. it was a kid's tooth, so it wasn't even sized up right with yeah. his own teeth. So it was like, yeah, he would have. <laughs> That's Mary. They put up on the screen here in the studio. Oh, yeah, what I Mary know those. Jane bars look like that as the, the yeah. crappiest candy on earth, and will destroy your mouth. Hey, bit of honeys can do that too. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like oh, those man. though. I do like those. Yeah. Yeah. At least they taste good. Mary Jane, look at look at even the, the Mary Jane drawn on the label looks like some <laughs> sort of freaky Bitch. mountain woman. <laughs> Is that one of those candies that was made at you know when your grandmother? Was making Hitler designed it. Yeah, but I mean, like they haven't updated the candy since then. Yeah. I don't think they've actually made any candy since then. And on the back it either. says, you know, vote to get women the right to vote. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how yeah. old they are. Stop liquor. Uh, well, you need you need to get that thing fixed, man. Yeah. You, you, I do, go- I, you know, put a little epoxy on there. I, I, I'm actually, CVS sells a, like, a, like a quick fix epoxy that will att- reattach it. You know what? I actually was given some because this was put on just a couple of days before we left for Jamaica. And right. I was like, dude, I cannot lose my tooth in Jamaica. <laughs> Yeah. So they gave me a couple of uh, Yaman, yeah, <laughs> uh, but I, this is just a temporary thing. I got my you know my full on crown coming in soon, but geez, oh man, I I can't. Stand. Well, you know what? You're, you're in you're in good company because I think I read something not long ago that said that uh, I think it might have been that Pennsylvania has some of the worst teeth in the country. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I, I could have I could have sworn I saw with something the fattest about that, with the dumbest <laughs> about with the ugliest teeth. teeth. About bad, about bad teeth and uh, just, you know, dental care in All general. All our teams lose. In this area. All our horses die. <laughs> oh, my God. What else? Oh, oh we got that a town that's on fire. We got a town that's been on fire for 40 years. <laughs> we know there's a major town somewhere, but we can't find it. It's so small. There's fish in the, in the rivers that shouldn't be here that are eating ducks. That's right. What else is wrong? Anything else? What, what, else, what, what else is, is wrong with our area? Oh what do we miss? Oh, the biggest crime rate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we got that. Oh, wait, it, wait not only that, but we, we've got that in, in Philly. We got the Chester, and then just right across the river is Camden. Yeah. yeah. Camden, the most dangerous place in America, <laughs> which is right here. So in case you want a summer. What else is wrong with our area? You know what I don't like about this town is what? that uh, we used our, our sports hero. It was a fictional character. Every time you go to a sporting event, it's always Rocky. Like, yeah. Don't we have any real, actual heroes to celebrate? That is a good point. Drives me nuts. Yeah, our greatest, Bo- Bowinkle. Our greatest sports hero is not even real. Not real. It's fake. <laughs> and you, you know, and he lost look, in the first movie. What kills me is you watch the movie Invincible. I remember watching it with my wife, and she goes, so they win at the end, right? No, they, no, no, no. They were like 3-13 yeah. that year. They, yeah. they, they, they just do, they do moderately well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not so even. That's Invincible? Uh-huh. That seems Vincible. Two, two years later, they went on to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> they lost. That, that seems to be Vincible. <laughs> Somewhat Vincible. Yeah. <laughs> kind of invincible. Not quite invincible. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Steve, you out. just put it all into perspective. <laughs> 
You put it all into perspective. But I'll tell you now. what, that the, the pa- that's why we're so, so passionate. I, I mean, I'm, I'm a transplant. I've been out here for you know over a decade now, and, and but, but that's the charm of this area. Is that you have every reason to what? literally just want to sit in your garage with the car running, <laughs> and yet you, you forge on. That's why that's why people are so cool. It doesn't matter if a meteor hit on City Line, I'd be like, yeah. yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, that's the, right. the, tr- the reason for the charm of Philadelphia is that people forge on. They say, oh, it. let's just, just keep going. I mean, at one point, this was the nation's capital, and then they were like, no, not anymore. <laughs> we're going to send you down to Maryland. We're moving it out of here, but we're leaving you the bell. Yeah, there's the, the bell doesn't work, so we're leaving that. <laughs> Casey, you're right. There's a swamp 200 miles to the south. We're going to move the capital there. This, this established city yeah. isn't good enough to be not a enough, capital. Not enough horse flies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they got the green ones down the shore that fight really hard. <laughs> okay, you get Let, out the on. bell. It doesn't even work. Let me go to, yeah, the phones don't work, for Christ's sake. Let me go to Stan. Hey, Stan, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. How you guys doing? Good. What's yeah. going on, Stan? Hey, listen, I just heard uh, uh, recently uh, some politicians saying that in Pennsylvania you have Philadelphia and Pittsburgh with Alabama in between. It's called Pennsylvania. explain the, the toothlessness and, you know, all the other good stuff that goes on here. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't. I was watching some documentary over the weekend where they were showing they were showing what I thought was like deep, deep in Kentucky. It yeah. was a town in Pennsylvania, like yeah. out out west. I'm like, where the f is that? Yeah, you would have thought you're, it was like it was like children, children of the corn for Christ's sake. Yeah, oh yeah, and that that's within driving distance. Yeah, and but you gotta love I, that's uh, to me that's what makes the uh, more endearing this area because when you when you have everything, it's easy to be you know ballsy. But hey, you know we we forge on we we. Well, you know, we we compartmentalize. Hey, our horse died, but it won a few races. <laughs> <laughs> hey, invincible, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> invincible, but not too invincible. Oh God! The, uh, the one, the one movie with our name on it is about a guy that gets AIDS. That's right. <laughs> I know. That's it. Why? Why do they just call a guy with AIDS that lives yeah. in Philadelphia? No, because he, when you say Philadelphia, people are gonna go, "Oh, the guy's got AIDS." Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Minnesota. What does he have? He won the. He won the whooping cough. He won the lawsuit, but he died. So yeah. that's so the victory was there. Yeah. Kind of good. Yeah. So he sort of was invincible. Sort of invincible. <laughs> By the way, Steve, I did watch uh, this weekend. I watched all of uh, Rocky Balboa. Is it a good movie? It was a real good movie. I liked and he lost that fight. By the he way, lost? Yeah. Yeah. come on. <laughs> You didn't see it? No, I saw it. Oh, you think he won when he's 70? Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) Have it take place on on the Soyuz then because it's ridiculous. It, there's no way he could have won that fight. Actually, in the apparently in the um, in the uh, alternate ending, uh, my, my neighbors are telling me that they watched the alternate ending and he does win. Oh, really? That's why they didn't include it because it would just seem too ridiculous. Let me go to Matt real quick. Hey, Matt, how you doing, man? Morning, guys. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up, Matt? Hey, did you get? Were you guys aware that you know after that Minnesota bridge fell down, they started doing inspections. Pennsylvania was found to have the most bridges. Yeah, yep. Most faulty bridges in the in the country, Matt. But you know what? Our bridges aren't. They're not faulty enough to be collapsing to complete it. They're not even bad enough to be dangerous. They're not even bad enough to be bad. They're just bad enough to be annoying. I mean, you get creaky. Look, they caught the ninety five thing before it collapsed. 
And just think, like, everybody gets welcomed into the city with the poop factory. I mean, you have, like, that's, that's what right. you fly over. That's one of the last things you see before you land yeah. are they, giant... They say giant hundred, uh, acres and acres of reprocessed crap. That's right. You definitely smell it going in and... But uh, I love this love city. <laughs> now, okay, yeah, Philadelphia. Here we go. <laughs> are you serious? What? Okay. All right, cities with the worst teeth. This is top ten rankings by category. Uh, the worst teeth. How and far ahead are we? We we are second only to Lubbock, Texas. <laughs> are you kidding me? Oh, they, don't even, they don't even. They, they just found fire. It, am I right? Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> That's how backwards they just got was? fire last month. Wait a minute, Marissa. How do we have the worst teeth? Who brought this in? Is that what that means? Because their ranking, Lubbock, Texas ranking overall was a 100 and ours was 99. So we're like a percentage point off of, of rural Ew. where they, 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 when they run over an armadillo, that means dinner. Or, or does this mean, or is this reverse? Is this going, to, is it? We're in 99th place? Oh, it's reverse? Oh, we're in 99th place. Oh, all right. Oh, we're at the bottom. We have great teeth there. No. Oh, well, that's, no. No. no, we don't. No, we no. don't. It's going to okay. be your bowl. Well, which is it? Do we have crappy anyway, teeth I, or I, 99th I, best I teeth? I don't know about Philly, but I do. I, I remember. By the way, being the 99th best teeth is not so good either. It was Pennsylvania overall. Yes, Marissa, what? It, it's from Men's Health Magazine. We have the 99th worst teeth in America. Oh, well, that's not good either. No. Out of 100. <laughs> Out of 100. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, then, then that is good. Huh? Is that? No, we what have bad teeth. What kind of goddamn list ranks, ranks it that way? <laughs> we have know. bad teeth. That's all that they're saying. <laughs> you can see it all over the place. Why, just stop, but just say hi to Casey and you'll find out as his tooth falls out yeah, while he's talking to you. <laughs> well, dude, put that thing back in. That's gross. Look at line three. I forgot about that one. Uh, all right, let me go to, uh, I have Andrew. Hey, Andrew, how you doing? Gad Zeus. Gad Zeus. What's up, Andrew? I want to remind you that Pennsylvania does have the best of something in the nation. Yes, the best nuclear accident, Three Mile Island. That's yeah. right. Sure. You're right about that. Yeah, take a trip out there if you ever want to be raped by a squirrel. <laughs> 150 pound squirrels running around glowing in the dark. We lead the nation in uh, nuclear accidents, I guess. Well, anyway. We do nuclear accidents right. Uh, all this came from Casey losing his tooth. <laughs> and uh, it was really gross at the moment. I just had to pass that along. So get that thing fixed if you can. Man. All right. all right. No, I, I, no, I'll go, I guess. All right, you can do that. <laughs> all right, well, listen, we're, we're going to take a break because we do have uh, some other orders of business to take care of. So stay put. We'll be right back, my friend. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.